Welcome to the Avengers Podcast, where we assemble weekly to binge the MCU and all things nerd, old and new. You can follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Twitch, and YouTube at Avengers Podcast. That is one word, ladies and gentlemen, A-B-I-N-G-E-R-S Podcast. Give us a like, a comment, and let us know what you think of the show. You can also find us on Patreon at Avengers Podcast. Support the show, and we greatly appreciate it, because you can now find us there. Get exclusive content you can't find anywhere else at patreon.com slash Avengers Podcast. And you can also find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, wherever podcasts are available. If you like the show, consider giving a five-star rating on your podcast platform of choice. It goes a long way with us getting eyes and ears on the show, and we greatly appreciate your support. But I'm just one of your hosts, Brandon, and I can't do this alone. Clinton, Emmy, how are you guys? Oh, I'm better now that I got to mock you and people saw it. <laughs> your eyes stayed glued to to your uh, phone on that one. Did it? Did it stay yep. glued to my uh, my 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 phone? Come at me, bro. Oh, oh, you're just gonna. We're doing that thing. We're so, doing like, that get thing. Get back at me. We're you just doing that. Me. <laughs> we're doing that thing. You <laughs> just, that you thing. just you said that that you were mocking Brandon, and now Brandon's mocking you, and it's not okay. <laughs> exactly. The hypocrisy <laughs> is real. It is so real. Emmy, how are you doing? Uh, I'm feeling jazzercised. Oh. I didn't have anything. Jazzercised. Jazzercised. That's where we landed. What? Yeah, yep. I couldn't say tired because that's honestly, I couldn't say tired again because I said that last night. That is awesome. <laughs> that's adulthood, though. <laughs> that's, just, that's just every day. Every time you ask us now, Brandon, we're going to say like some variation of tired, wore out, tired, sleepy, jazzercised. <laughs> well, there's a snake in my boot. There's you know, a snake. Oh, man. Well, guys, if you notice a little bit something different about our uh, intro, we started a Patreon. Just real quick plug. We'll be done in just a second. We have started a Patreon at patreon.com slash Avengers uh, podcast, and we greatly appreciate your support. Check out the Patreon over there. If anything interests you, it goes a long way, really, with supporting the show and keeping us getting better and better. So really, uh, it's it, this is a long time coming. We've been talking about a Patreon for a while. Our Twitch listeners got to hear about it as well. If you want to check out the tiers, though, feel free to look at everything we've got for you guys. And uh, we that's T I E R S, not T E A R S. Yeah, we're not crying. We're not crying yet. Not on air, anyway. Yeah. Those when you see how Brandon treats us off air. <laughs> yeah, guys. Avengers Assemble. Avengers Assemble. We are here. We've got a lot to talk about because we had the Loki season finale hit. We've had Black Widow come out in theaters and Disney Plus. This is this has been a crazy week for content. This is the most content last week was of we've ever produced, and now. We get to talk to uh, talk about it with our fans and our listeners, and I'm really, really excited about that. Me too. Hell yeah, dude. Hell yeah, dude. Nods. You can't do nods on here, Amy. You got to say words. I, know. <laughs> I don't know what I I'm can't doing. Stand those. I it's can't, weird that we're I, on I a podcast. Say, I have friends that do this in person. Like we're all hanging out, and I'll ask them a question, mm-hmm. and I'm like, "Are you going to answer me?" Like I'm doing something too, and they they're like, I nodded. I'm like, I'm not just looking at you constantly. Like I'm asking you questions. I, oh, this is when, when virtual kids came back to in-person for testing, it, they, it took a minute. I feel like for them to be like, I have to respond. I can't just turn my camera off. It was like, so are you guys good with that? And they would just sit there and stare at me. It was like, 
guys, your camera's on. I can see you. You have to respond to me. Like you're in real person. Hell yeah, you're did. in real person. You're uh, in yeah, real person. Did. Oh, sprocket. Uh, sprocket. It's a podcast, <laughs> not a nodcast. <laughs> yes. That was beautiful. You win. <laughs> that is awesome. We are also live on Twitch. You can follow us on Twitch at Avengers Podcast. We do a stream every single week with Avengers Podcast. You can reach out to us on Twitter to be featured on the show, but you can also find us on Twitch and see a live stream of the show. We record it. We talk with our listeners before and after the show. It's a lot of fun. So we have our awesome virtual audience with us on Twitch. This is going to be a good time. So And YouTube. Oh, YouTube. Why do I keep forgetting about YouTube? We are on YouTube as well. We are simultaneously casting on YouTube. Sorry for our YouTube listeners. I, I keep doing that. So, guys, are we ready to dive deep into what our listeners think everything is going on in the MCU world today? Hell yeah, dude. Hell yeah, dude. All right, guys. I, I reckon. I think, I think I get this from, I realized it today when I was listening to our podcast. I think I get that from the Chad sketch with Pete Davidson. He's just like, yeah, man. Oh, yeah. Hell yeah, dude. On SNL. Hell yeah, dude. Hell yeah, dude. I love that sketch. And I guess it's implanted into my brain forever. Hell yeah, dude. Hell yeah, dude. Guys, I'm looking forward to this. So if I like your comment on the Twitters, it means I have read it on air. It's how I can keep going down the list. So I actually will like your comment so it keeps track of it. So you might get an alert if you're with us on twitch as well uh that means i've read your comment live on the air so are we, you doing it like you normally do brandon your favorites first right yes mm -hmm. yes yeah. clinton uh so our favorite listener is no clinton it's in complete random order quit being an ass <laughs> so rick uh but rick you are still a, a worthy listener and we love you it's just we don't pick favorites it's like picking your favorite children it's just not it's not cool uh, i feel like if i had children i would be like that one's my favorite. <laughs> Nader, because he calls you the goat. All right. So. I'm, a, I'm the M&M of podcasts. All right. We're going to keep going. Rick, hey, nice to hear from you, man. Rick said, I freaking loved the Loki finale and was completely transfixed by Jonathan Major's charm and wit. To date, which character has had your favorite intro, entrance to the MCU? I'm thinking that King is now on my short list. Ooh, this is a good question to start out with, Rick. Good stuff, man. Character or villain? Said character. I mean, it, it can be anybody Ugh. who had the Kang is Kang is that was a good one. That was a really good one. I, I know mine. I think I know mine too. Well, go for it, guys. What do you got? I really liked uh, Natasha Romanoff. I liked her Iron Man 2. introduction in Iron Man 2. And it's not because it's in Iron Man 2, but I really did like because I didn't see it coming. Like I knew Black Widow was going to be in it. And then I saw her as like Tony's assistant. I, I it, it threw me off. I liked it. What do you got, Clinton? Mine is uh, T'Challa when he came in Civil War. Ooh, that's a good one. Because he made a grand entrance. Oh, in yeah. That's a damn yeah. one. God, his right. fighting style, everything. Oh, yeah. I'm, okay, fair point. I'm going to say Nomad from Captain from Avengers Infinity War. Yeah, I'm kind of oh, cheating Captain here. America. I'm kind of cheating here, but when he showed up in that subway tunnel and he came out of the shadows, lost my shit. Absolutely lost my shit. I thought it was wonderful. Wonderful. Can wonderful. I, uh, no, never mind. I'm not going to say a TikTok I saw on that scene. It's a little inappropriate. Well, thank you for self-editing, Clinton. I appreciate that. <laughs> You're welcome. You're welcome. That's, that's maturity. That's great. It's uh, growth, Brandon. I'm trying to grow. I'm it, a young man still. <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> Clinton's forty. Nader said Val was pretty cool, and I, I might have to agree with him. That was a pretty good one, too. Oh, we also have Spider-Man. His introduction to the MCU was really good, too, also in Civil War. So mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But shorter than... Yeah. 
Black Panthers. That was uh, that was Beham uh, that said that as well. So good stuff. All right, guys. Uh, so we will keep going. Buddha Baby, who is in the chat with us tonight, uh, we need to give a shout out to Josh King. After episode four, Josh posted a, in the Facebook group that he heard "See you soon" in the laughter when the robot timekeeper was beheaded. That phrase is the last thing he who remains says after Sylvie stabs him. Even is that even down to the laughter. Oh, whoa. I meant, okay, I saw that whoa. in the Facebook, in the Avengers Assemble, and then I meant to go back and rewatch it and see if I heard the same thing, and I never did, but I, and I guess it didn't stick out in my brain enough to, like, say, oh, uh, this is exactly what he said they said. We're going to have to re-listen to this, guys. I'm re- yeah, 100%. That's yeah. wild if they did that. I agree. But also, I mean, wow. And very ominous, like, mm-hmm. because that would be, Timekeepers saw like saw see you again soon. Then they saw he who remains, and then Ooh, obviously yeah. the next variation is going to be right. This is going to be a next oh, level. Kang bang. Oh, Kang bang! This is going to be a next level villain because I'm going to argue more powerful than Thanos, and I meant to bring that up last night in our our review. But he can be so many different versions and keep coming back because he's a time traveling villain. Mm-hmm. So you really got to have like a, I really, I want them to make this a lead into secret wars where you have a multiverse battle. Cause that's what it would take to destroy him. I mean, Ooh. I can't disagree with you, man. It'd be wild Avengers movie. Wow. I mean, absolutely. I, it would, it would probably break my brain. Uh, it's yeah. already breaking my brain. And it probably have too much action in it for you, Emmy. <laughs> yeah, there's fighting. Bros fighting bros. I would enjoy it. Oh, Bring it Marvel. Have we have we hmm. changed Emmy? Have we converted Emmy? It's about, I don't think so. It's about damn time <laughs> if we did. So. No, I don't think so. Because I still love Iron Man too. I've already brought it up twice. You're welcome. Uh, Ah, all right. Good stuff. And uh, Buddha Baby also said, before Loki aired, I wanted him to get a scene with Frida, uh, similar to Thor in Endgame. We didn't get it, but we did get this Loki's character growth paralleling because Loki learns to be who he wants to be, not who he's supposed to be. Same way Thor did in Endgame. Oof, beautiful parallel there, Buddha Baby, and completely yeah. agreed. Completely agreed. Yeah, that's kind of what I was talking about last night. He doesn't have to be. He's got free will. He can be whoever he wants to be. Yeah. Yep. Completely agreed. Yeah, that's a good point. I like that. Good stuff. Uh, Bobby. Bobby says, uh, he said, I think Loki was everything Marvel fans could have wanted. I wonder if part of that is that we as fans are most connected to Loki. He has been in the most movies, and I'm excited for the amount of stuff the multiverse opens up. It is a little overwhelming, but exciting. OH! IO! Yay! Yeah, <laughs> Bobby, good comment, man. Good stuff. And uh, you know, I love when he said, you know, we feel the most connected to Loki. I, I really would think uh, what I loved. Uh, we did. Who do you identify as? Uh, an episode uh, a couple, a few months back. Gina's response and how she identified as Loki was one of my absolute mm-hmm. favorite things on we've ever done on the show. <clears throat> and uh, I just, yeah, for people to identify as him. It's really, really cool, and I, I think, well, I think her response too was very uh, depthy and oh gosh, like yeah. went a little all over the place about why. And I think the show, the show, kind of did that mm-hmm. in a, you know, on screen. Oh yeah, that's I, I've been slow to love Loki, but I, here I am, Slow-key. absolutely. I've been Sloki. 
Loki to Loki. But oh, I'm here. I got we, here. We did who we identify as, right? Yeah. Remember mm-hmm. that? Didn't I say? Did I say Loki? No. You said, I think it was a mix between Rocket and it was someone else. I can't remember. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you never said Loki, though. Loki was my favorite back then. I mentioned about how he was one of my favorites standouts in the older movies. I think maybe in the shitty Thor movies. <laughs> so, well, that's awesome. Well, uh, guys, uh, Chaotic Queen said, I really loved how they portrayed sibling relationships in Black Widow. We're going to change gears here. It was a realistic sort of way with them teasing and taunting each other, but still being totally there when it came down to it. And for the season finale of Loki, I'm still in shock about the whole thing. Um, I think I talked about it on our podcast, uh, kind of with the sibling relatability in Black Widow really hitting home for me. And Yelena being someone that I really related to. And Yelena probably is one of my top five favorite MCU characters right now. Maybe top three. I, I mean, I'm absolutely in love with this character and her relatability. And I see a lot of myself in her and, uh, especially the sibling aspect. And, uh, I completely agree with you, Chaotic. Uh, I thought it was really, really wonderful. And uh, yeah, Loki took me a while to process as well. It was really good. I went and got my, so my computer's a little bit older. And sometimes when I put it in full screen, it does screen flashes. And I was going to bring it up in episode four. I was like, did you guys see the screen flashes? I tried to catch up, but it's just that my computer's old and breaking. (laughs) (laughs) And so I went and watched it on the TV in my guest room. And I took my, uh, like a separate notebook that I don't normally take notes in. And I was like, I'm going to take notes because I stayed up until 3am to watch it. I was a little bit tired. I might've had some, you know, some, some, uh, beverages, spirits, some spirits. Yes. I was, Mm -hmm. I might've been a little bit full and I went and got my, my notebook because sometimes when you're reading comments, I want to make notes too, just so that I don't forget (laughs) to touch on anything. And the only note that I took when I watched it on Tuesday morning at three o'clock in the morning was, oh, holy shit, time shit. <laughs> and then I watched. The rest did you have of a episode. variant of yourself in the house that night? That was that's the variant Emmy, right? I, it must have been because I watched the rest of the episode completely not taking notes, just glued to the screen. But yeah, that was my note. Holy, holy shit, time shit. Oh. Y'all, ta- y'all talking about Yolanda. Yeah, someone said, how's it pronounced, Clinton? Yelena? Yelena? <laughs> I love you guys so much. And Thicky T, oh my gosh, she's been listening at work for the past three weeks, and you've been helping me stay somewhat sane. I shit my pants even without hearing the brown note due to your sweet, succulent voices. Mm. Just kidding. Or maybe not. Anyways, I really hope Mobioki isn't going to get split up forever. Mobioki, okie, okie. Oh, sorry. And I really want to see their friendship again. Good stuff. Thicky T, good to hear from you. Awesome stuff. All right. Thanks. That was really sweet. Very nice. Yeah. Smash Trivia John, one of our great listeners. Do you think we'll get more of Jonathan Majors next season or will they keep him for Ant Man and the Wasp Quantum Mania? Why not both is my answer there, but yeah, we'll keep going though. I wish they actually said the name Kang for the general audience because those not online don't know uh, that Jonathan majors got cast. I don't think he was King here. I think he was, he who remains, he was a blend of both mm-hmm. exactly what Clinton kind of went into detail about in our episode. And he alludes to like, some have called me a conqueror. Mm-hmm. So, and then somebody in the group chat earlier, and I'm sorry, it, it 
scrolled past and you were talking about other stuff, but it's kind of left open. So they can kind of go any route that they want to. They don't have mm-hmm. to go Kang. Mm-hmm. Although, it's should Kang. they? Yes. It's Kang. It's Kang. But I don't think it was Kang that we saw, but it's Kang who we're getting for sure. Well, I mean, it is, but it isn't because he said there's versions of me. So, I mean, yeah, I went in depth about it on our episode yesterday. The yeah. finale episode, mm-hmm. but there I, I, i'm having trouble because he brings up a good point what about the people that aren't online that see this that he was cast but mm-hmm. at the same time like who's not online that's marvel fanboys are to, there people out there to watch Dis- to watch disney plus you have to be online so no, it was all over social media and everything Buddha baby said, I saw a YouTube reaction who did not get it. Ooh, and I really curious to see that. You need to send us that link, Buddha baby tag us. But it, yeah. but to your point, Brandon, it worked for the audience too, because they didn't need you to really get it mm-hmm. in this, in this episode, because right. he who remains is kind of a throwaway. I don't want to say throwaway. He was a, a big part of the TVA. Obviously he was the last living agent, but it, it's not, it's not going to continue the story. Right. So they kind of blended the character. And I think it'll make more sense to people that just watch the movies. When we do get Kang the Conqueror later, I think they'll reference this. What if, (laughs) sorry, just had a thought. What if Jonathan majors was not cast as Kang? What if he was cast as he who remains and they're throwing us all off? No, We're they said he was cast as Kang the Conqueror. Amy, I love you, but no, it's not. Okay, I, all right. I, yeah, cool. I, I mean that with all due respect. I, I don't think that's the case. Uh, Tom King says, I was confused at first because I didn't realize they had merged He Who Remains and Kang together. This is pretty on point, actually. I didn't read the comics growing up, so thank you, Clinton, for being a Marvel newbie tour guide. I love that, Aww. Tom. Thank you. I, I, You're welcome, buddy. Yeah, that's really sweet. Clinton's the man. He really is. And he explains it in a very well thought out way. And I mean that with all the love in the world, Clinton. You're, you're really well, good. Well, sometimes my brain, like. Oh, no. You're, you're perfect. You are I'll perfect. be in the middle of something and I'll be like, where was I? No, you yeah. are perfect, sir. Uh, Panic Everywhere yeah. said, the Loki finale totally blew me away. I've seen a lot of theories saying Sylvie might not be a Loki. Thoughts? I'm going to go back and rewatch the series for the probably 10th time. Love that panic everywhere. So uh, I think Sylvie is a Loki, especially that flashback scene pretty much confirms it to me. Well, I th- yeah, yes, but there was something in the fi- finale that something says, or she says, I'm not you or I'm not. Mm-hmm. And it made me think of that same thing. What if she, what if it's a throw off and she's actually the enchantress, but mm-hmm. I think, I think you're right. I think it's, they blended the enchantress and Sil or enchantress and lady Loki here too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Jordan asks, do you think Kang will be blue in the comics? Like in the comics when they yes, show Yes, I do think he so. Bl- he, blew, he blew himself. Excuse Y'all me? not get that reference? Emmy, uh, this is a family show. Could you keep it G-rated, please? Is Goodness. that is that the reason we had Kablooey? Blue gum? Blue candy? Ah, uh, you had to blow yourself to get Kablooey gum. Confirmed. No, you, he blew himself because... Ugh, arrested Development, guys. Come on. Jordan got it. Thank you, Jordan. 
uh, I think Jordan. Arrested Development. He's trying to. He tries out for the for the uh, Blue Man Group, and he gets blue paint, and he <laughs> covers himself in blue you paint, and he goes, "Michael, it seems like I've blew. I blew myself." Do you guys remember that <laughs> that song? I'm blue. I'm a right I'll die. Did you know yeah, there's okay. like certain like I'm in need of a guy, or if I was green, I would die. There's a few conspiracy theories about that that song, by the way. Well, that song as a child, now as an adult, I knew it talked a lot about depression is what like the blue meant, right? Mm-hmm. As a child, it kind of terrified me trying to visualize that song. Mm. Like I live in a blue house with a blue car and there's blue people. And I'm like, and uh, everyone makes me is blue like him. Blue. Maybe that, maybe when we see Kang in Quantumania, that'll be the song they play. Oh, if they do. Well, they've already played it in the MCU. It was Iron Man 3. Oh yeah, oh, the yeah. Party, they've right? already played it, so we're screwed. <laughs> but they can bring it was back. It, wait, was it at the party? Yes, it was at the beginning of Iron Man Three. It was yeah. the beginning of yes. Was it a party? It was a New Year's party. Yeah. Yes, was it a party? Not- Clinton, we we're on an MCU podcast. Was Sorry, it a party? my mic my mic was skipping. <laughs> <laughs> was it a party? Was it a party? Was it a party? So uh, well, I was like, there was a party in Iron Man 2 as well. So Awesome. Well, getting worse said, uh, and I think they were actually in our live audience. I haven't seen them in a minute. But as for Black Widow, I loved Florence Pugh in it. But because we know what's going to happen to Natasha, the whole movie just doesn't have a sense of danger. And everything just played mm-hmm. out without any highs and lows. I hated how she doesn't even get to kill Dracoff after all Me too. that. Uh, that- I that's a good that point. was something that I meant to bring up was that it was kind of like the stakes weren't there. Like all although I loved it, like the Just stakes the chicken, weren't very high. Not steak. Oh my goodness. The stakes. <laughs> but um, something else that I really enjoyed was that it was right after Civil War where they did those big, like um the big words to tell you where they were. And it was the same style. Did you catch that? Like when they yeah. go to Cuba, it's like mm-hmm. Cuba, bah, red room, bah. I like that. Ah. Yeah, they don't do they that. They had sheep noise. telling the, the, the cities. Yeah. Bah. It was the same style, though, and so I did enjoy that. But yeah, I, I agree with you. The, the, the um, uh, I don't want to say steaks again because you're gonna make another terrible joke. No, I'm done. I, I have one liners. So I don't do it over and over. <laughs> I never repeat myself. <laughs> <laughs> never repeats himself. Ooh. Yeah, we have. You know, we. Have- I'll say it again. I never repeat myself. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, the steaks weren't there for me because you know she makes it out of it. It reminds me of like Dumb and Dumber. Where he's like, uh, "What do you mean you don't bet? I mean, I don't bet." <laughs> What about 10 to 1 odds? <laughs> 3 to 1? <laughs> I haven't like, seen oh. that movie in so long. Oh, I need to watch that movie. Guys, if we, you would like to see us review Dumb and Dumber, let us know in the chat, because that is my favorite movie ever. Liz Likes Plant said, I love it nonetheless, but definitely would have preferred it was actually released between Civil War and Infinity War. I, I completely agree. agree. I agree, Liz. I, I am so glad we got it, though, yes. because even though there wasn't a lot of stakes, um, we did get Florence Pugh. But it's it, chicken, it, though. But it kind of it don't land as well when you do it in me. It kind of felt like it was like a a movie to like catapult Yolana and uh, her family because we did get more than just Yolina. We got Yolana, Red Guardian. Oh, sorry. And 
I'll watch her face Melina. and watch Melina. his head. <laughs> Yo, Lena and Mo Lena. It was a wonderful show. <laughs> I love that someone said, uh, actually, Dumb and Dumber, yes, yes, Dumb and Dumber, yes. I Thank you, guys. Uh, that's a lovely accent you have. New Jersey? Oh, man. Anyway, so uh, we- I'll laugh my ass off the whole time watching it. It's such a good it. movie. Yes. Austria. <laughs> well, then, good day, mate. Oh. <laughs> I love that movie. I can quote my fiance gets pissed off at me because we play that movie and I will literally mute it and just quote the entire movie. I've watched it probably more than any other movie ever. Oh God. I love that movie. Mine's Ace Ventura. Oh, so I love our listeners on here in the chat. They said, so it's Mija crispy said agree. Clinton. This movie was a vehicle to bring Yolene into the MCU, which is a callback to the joke I made in the episode. (laughs) Yolene and then Nader said Yolanda is it's variant. That's my that's my car's name right now. I've got Yolanda the Honda. No, oh, I love it. Um, and I used to have Sholanda the Honda, but uh she got uh totaled. Um I was gonna make somebody a point. with a Subaru needs the name there's Pew the Subaru. <laughs> I was gonna make the point. Oh, I don't remember if I brought it up on the podcast or not, but I was thinking about it the other day when I was riding, riding around. Um, there should have been a origin story for Black Widow after Iron Man 2. And then this should have come out after Civil War. And it really, it really ticks me off that that didn't happen. Like, yeah. wasn't, I don't know. Wasn't, well, we everyone says it's for other reasons, but wasn't the CEO at the time of, Disney like said that women leads don't sell back in I'm, the day. I'm sure. That or that's he's what been on was. record saying that was in it the per- past. Was it Perlmutter that said that or something like that? I, oh, I yeah, I'm not sure. A, I, I'm not sure. It, it's a former yeah. CEO. No, I, I think it's Ike Perlmutter, yeah. honestly. But yes, I've, I've heard that as well. Um, guys, we will move forward because I agree. Just short version. Black Widow should have been in the Infinity Saga. <laughs> That's it's that simple. Should not have been in phase four. Uh, it should have happened earlier. Is the point? Uh, Mike Yankee said, "Since Clinton always wants his validation, I want mine." LOL. Last week, uh, I said Miss Minutes is the one who knew everything. I have to admit when I'm wrong. To as it wasn't Kang being in prison. How great would it have been to see uh, if the season to start? Hold on. How great would it be if season to starts with Loki saying what? Then Mobi- Morbius. I think he meant Mobius and B15 start laughing and Morris is saying, gotcha. Well, when JM appeared, I screamed, holy shit, it's him. It's him. And no one said anything back. I was alone though. So I guess it makes sense. <laughs> Just screaming excitedly to no one disappointed at no post credit scene. JM was fantastic. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> yeah, so that was it. Mike filled us in on that. Good stuff, Mike. I have to give myself a win too. When I went back and listened to the Avengers Assemble uh, episode from last week, Clinton was like, I can't answer the question on whether or not we're going to see Jonathan Majors. Um, Brandon said, it's going to be a post credit scene real quick. And I said, yes, wholeheartedly, 100%. And I was right. That is awesome. That is awesome. Thank you. I just didn't want to have my hopes up. I was suffering um, from Mephisto's Mephistitis. Mephistitis. Yeah, Mephistitis. 
right. All right, guys. We have our first video uh, slash, well, you're hearing this. This is audio uh, listener. This is Stryker, probably one of our youngest fans. Stryker reached out to us. Uh, I don't know how safe we are for parents, but hey, if, you, if you're listening, we appreciate it. Stryker, thank you so much. This is Stryker for his question on Avengers Assemble. Here he is. And then, um, how come, I mean, what's his name again? I forgot. Loki. Loki's um, future is to die, and the Avengers' future is to travel in time. But if if it was um, the Avengers that were supposed to go through in time, then when the block came in, shouldn't, I mean, the block came the out tesseract. of the Tesseract. Yeah, the Tesseract. Um, then wouldn't he, wouldn't his future be like he's supposed to stay alive? I mean, it messed it up. I mean, that might be their future too. That is correct. All right. I'll let him know. All right. Striker, thank you so much for reaching out to us, buddy. Oh, that was amazing. That was awesome. Thank you so much, Striker. What a great question. And this is, this is real legit question. Like, like the questions of. You know, like, why is the Avengers, they're okay, but Loki, it's not his destiny to time travel. Like, why is he being pruned, but they're just riding along? Why is it? I don't know if we'll ever know. I almost just feel like that's convenient storytelling. That's a really good good question, though. I kind of think, too, that this this Loki that does get the Tesseract, it kind of seems from He Who Remains that it was supposed to happen that way. That he was supposed to, and he was supposed to live and he was supposed to go to the TVA and he was Mobius was supposed to save him. He was supposed to meet Sylvie. I think I think that Stryker is on a uh, I think he's on to a very good point. But to also, basically say it was supposed to happen that way. But also it is said that Loki's are there to make others better. Like that's their purpose. Did mm. he make Sylvie better? Did she make Loki. him better? They're Lokis together, so it's kind of a paradox with them, t- with them, demons. Demons. Uh, Striker getting some love in the chat, uh, saying Striker rocks. That was awesome. That is from our buddy Keith. Good stuff, Striker. That was a great, great question, man. Um, so we are back, and we see uh, Buddha Baby said, "I think when Miss Minutes gave Renslayer those files, it was at the be- it was at the behest of Kang the Conqueror, not he who remains Kang." And to Renslayer went, uh, and Renslayer went off to find him. So yeah, I kind of like that theory. I think that's a really good idea, Buddha Baby. I uh, I, I think I kind of completely agree. Say it one more time. I'm sorry, Amy. We have a show. I- I know, I know. It's all surrounded I, I, about listen, listening. I think I have undiagnosed ADHD just a little bit, um, and I think I've discovered. If you're this on this recently. podcast, we all have ADHD. <laughs> Very true. The, the A in Avengers stands for ADHD. Uh, I think when Miss Minutes gave Rinslayer those files, it was at the behest of Kang the Conqueror, not he who remains. And to Rinslayer, and Rinslayer went off to find him. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I see that. And that's similar to what I said, isn't it? That she was off some version, like she knows about him and sorry, she's off your, to find him. Is your back not feeling very padded right now? <laughs> no, no, no. I'm, oh, I hate you. So <laughs> <laughs> I really got myself there. Okay. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> I love it. 
All right, so are we moving on? <laughs> Yeah. I guess we're moving on. Captain Usopp said, I loved episode six, which solidified Loki as the best MCU Disney Plus series so far. I love the additional depth it gave to Rinslayer and her motivations, as well as finally creating the multiverse. Jonathan Majors was a, th- a treat as a mortis in this episode and made me excited to see more. On the other hand, I was disappointed with Black Widow, partially because Natasha felt like a side character in her own movie, but mostly because of the villains. Dracoff and Taskmaster should have felt more intimidating but ended up feeling like worse versions of Kill, uh, Killgrave and the Winter Soldier respectively. This movie felt like it was only there to get rid of Natasha and set up Yelena. Ooh. Okay. I responded to this on Facebook, I believe, because I felt like it was less of a, like, that Scarlett Johansson and Black Widow were being outshined and it was more of a we're not going to accept any kind of a replacement for black widow unless if black widow has um like kind of like it makes it okay for us if that makes sense like we had to fall in love with yolina along with black widow to kind of be okay with the transition so i thought it was more of a passing of the torch and less of a like one person did better or was i don't know outshine the other one I, I i see where you're coming from i just think i disagree just a little bit that it was kind of like okay scar is probably done with the mcu for a while so let's pass on to someone else mm-hmm. you weren't listening to me you were responding I was, on uh, twitch no i wasn't that is uh our our uh our intern <laughs> our intern that's on twitch so yeah no and i agree with you emmy i i i respectfully disagree as well i thought this was the most well-rounded we had seen scarlett johansson as black widow i even said that in the review you know what i mean yes they gave equal light to yelena at times and to build her up but i still feel like they never shied away from black widow so i i, I respectfully agree to disagree i thought black widow was wonderful in her own movie better late than never and i was really really excited to see See that as well um but i will say to your uh loki best disney plus series so far it's hard to disagree i think this is like i said i think i had higher highs with wandavision um maybe even lower lows with falcon and the winter soldier is i didn't say that in our review but i yeah. Re- yeah but i really think overall quality wise and when i say lower lows like things that impacted me and made me feel like oh my god like i mean that in a good thing like very hard-hitting stuff in falcon and the winter soldier but Overall series, I've got to say Loki probably wins out. I think listening to our review today, because I am that narcissistic, and yes, I, I subscribe and listen to my own podcast. Duh. I'm already a patron. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Not yet, but it's only a matter of time. No. Um, I really, I think it really solidified it for me that it, I, it has really been a journey and I've really enjoyed it. It's really been a great journey. Mm-hmm. I've really enjoyed Loki. Yeah. And uh, I love Liz. Uh, Liz likes plants says, I agree Emmy. I also think everything Natasha did was absolutely true to her character and it showcased her to empathy and strength really well. Good stuff. This is really good stuff. Um, so yeah, we will keep on moving forward guys. Uh, uh, we are back with Buddha baby who says before Loki aired, I wanted him to get a scene with Frida. Oh, I already read that. Sorry, my bad. Uh, That's why the like button exists. Winter Soldier uh, says, Loki finale was a disappointment for me. The fight scene between (gasps) Loki and Sylvie was good. Nice to see Loki thinking things through instead of just reacting. 
So you, there was no real nitpick there uh, about why. I'm curious why it was disappointing to you, Winter Soldier. Why it was, yeah. Yeah. Because that, yeah, I agree. Yeah, that he wasn't being impulsive and just like, I'm going to kill this person who remains. Okay. Yeah. I, really I did, did. I did gasp audibly. Yeah. Hey, clutch, vi- clutch the pearls and everything. <laughs> exactly. I- hey, Vinyl Cherry, your tweet has not been read yet, by the way. So, uh, shitty mess. <laughs> At Shitty Mess, uh, one of the best Twitter handles ever. Uh, shitty Mess. Sup, guys? Long time lurker, first time responder. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Wow, they actually did it. Paid Jonathan Majors to be in the finale, and I'm all here for it. Loki unleashed Thanos, and now he's unleashed fucking Kang, y'all. If you know about Kang's story, I believe that it was a mortis, and now that we're uh, now we're about to get the Conqueror. It's going to be cool to see him pop up anywhere in phase four now with the culmination of him squaring off with the fantastic four or excuse me ff4 in the expected last movies movie of the phase great pod guys i think he means fantastic yeah fantastic four so uh yeah that i agree a hundred percent shitty mess i love your twitter handle by the way thank you for (laughs) being a first-time responder we love hearing from you guys this is this is Kang. I mean, yes, we saw Immortus. We saw Jonathan Majors play Immortus really, really well. But guys, I really think exactly what he just said. Unleashed fucking Kang, y'all. It's going to get crazy. It's going to be fun seeing what Jonathan Majors does with this other side of the character. Yeah, agreed. I'm I'm here for it. And because of how well he was introduced in this episode, I'm even more here for it. Like, I'm... He sold me on it. I completely agree. Clinton, what's your thoughts seeing Kang or the few we saw a Mortis version of Jonathan Major's character and now hopefully we've seen Kang completely unleashed? Like the comparison between the two, like actually seeing them differently. Yeah, like just seeing. The, oh, I think it's. Yeah. I think it probably is a reason they hired him in the casting is to show the range of his acting skills. Cause I haven't watched a lot of him in previous stuff, but apparently he usually plays serious characters. And I was going to ask love, Lovecraft, Lovecraft, good mm-hmm. Lord, words are hard. Lovecraft country. I have not seen it, but I've heard it's amazing. Yeah. Everyone raves about it. Um, uh, HBO Max is the one thing that I don't pay for. Oh, you need to pay for it. It's worth it. Um, it is. Buddha Baby also said in the chat, I'm glad it wasn't another Loki variant. It was good to see Loki not mm-hmm. be a villain. Well said. Yes. Completely agreed. I was afraid of that, actually. And I think we talked about it a little bit. Like, you were definitely I was going to be disappointed if it was um, another Loki variant. But I'm really excited to see Jonathan Major's portrayal as the Conqueror versus this, because this version is supposed to be like the more tame, calmer. But he still had that madness to him. He was so. And I'm wondering good. if if Kang is going to just going to be all out like chaos. Like I I can't. I I hope so. I cannot. I was I was living for it. Jonathan Majors, if he played this side with the Immortus side and the He Who Remains side so well, I cannot wait. For him to be the conqueror, uh, Jonathan Majors, sign me up. I cannot wait to see more of this guy. I don't care if it's season two. I don't care if it's Quantum Mania. Just more Jonathan Majors, please. Mm-hmm. That's all I'm asking. Did we? 
did we ever answer the question? Is he going to be blue? Uh, he's going to be blue. I, I, I'll I be think, fine either way. Honestly, I don't care. I, I mean, I, it would be cool because of the the, the com- comics, but it really doesn't. I mean, the the costume they showed at the end, the statue looks very comic accurate in yeah, my opinion. I think he's going to yeah. be blue. Emmy, what do you think? I'm going to go with not blue because do you remember when the live action Aladdin was coming out and Will Smith posed for, I think it was Entertainment Weekly. And he was not blue and people lost their damn minds. No, he was blue and people lost their damn mind. I thought it was, no, it was the opposite. He was not blue. It was the opposite Yeah, because he, he ended up being blue. Yeah, it was the opposite. The because people lost their mind. Because oh. he wasn't true sure? to the cartoon. That's why people lost their mind. Yeah, I'm 100% positive. I remember that oh. very well. Can I tell you guys? Can I tell you guys something? Yeah, I love I love that movie. I love his version of the genie. I, I thought it was fantastic. No, I think he did great too. Will Smith and Robin Williams are both great genies in it's, two it, two very yes. different ways. Yes. Like I was exactly. like, you can't be you can't be Robin Williams. What the hell are you trying? And after I left that theater, I was like, you can be Will Smith as a genie, and you're damn great at it. And I, like I mean that as a compliment. It was a completely different take. But yeah, it was familiar. Will Smith was awesome as the genie. I I loved he, him. He was my favorite part actually. Keith said That's, both happened. Yeah. The blue CG him later also bothered people. People suck. I mean, I agree. You <laughs> yes. can't please everybody. You just can't please. You can't please anybody, guys. We I've, try. We we've learned that head on. Yeah, doing this with I this think. show. Yeah, exactly. Just be yourself. That's all that matters. Be do what you love and and create content which is a genie line yeah when he turns into a bee in the cartoon it says be, be yourself, yourself. <laughs> i love that part. so uh guys we are going to move on to smash trivia john he's back with with the multiverse now open and that deadpool korg promo the other day how long do you think it will be before an official deadpool 3 announcement also any thoughts on what the story might be i'm really hoping for deadpool kills the fox universe oh that's actually <laughs> That's a really good idea. Uh, I I can't wait for him to show up and he's just going to be like, they're like, what timeline are you from? He's like the Fox one. It got destroyed because Disney bought it. Like, I think it's going to be a real tongue in cheek way how he gets in to the MCU. And it's just going to be really funny of him just making fun of, you know, obviously the Fox Disney merger. Uh, I cannot wait, but I don't think it's anytime soon. I think he's got free guy coming up. I would say phase five is when we'll probably see Deadpool three. Yeah. Or there will be a may, there might be there might be cameos though cameos yes but a Deadpool three which yeah I, it's still a while away unfortunately did you guys see I think two weeks from now is San Diego Comic Con and Disney and DC both backed out DC both yeah oh that's and then sucks. I think Sony was like they haven't said yet I re- there's somebody else who was like oh we don't know yet. Oh, yeah, it is Sony because everybody was like, oh, they'll release the trailer for No Way Home. We got to get that. We're going to get that trailer within the month. We have to. It's five months away. Like, come on. We need at least a teaser. Uh, We posted on our Twitter, Spider-Man Far From Home, we expect to be out before the end of the month. I think Clinton and I both said that. Spider-Man Far From Home? It's already out. Sorry. No No Way way Home. Smart ass. <laughs> I hate you. No way home. Sorry. Um, we will move on. Spider Man, we're like, fruit. no way you're getting a, a trailer. Didn't you already use that? Yeah, I did. I totally did. did. Okay. I was hoping maybe I'd catch you off guard. Ah. 
All right, we will move on to getting worse. Getting worse says, I know I'm in the minority, but Loki just didn't click with me at all. I got bored halfway through Kang's explanation. Also, if Kang's first theater appearance is going to be in Ant-Man Quantum Mania, what are they going to sh- or what are they showing in Spider-Man and Doctor Strange? Both out before Ant-Man. Um I'm going to be real with you getting worse. I, I think you are in the minority. I, I thought Loki hit on all cylinders. I thought Jonathan Majors was wonderful as Kang. Um, and I was not bored in his explanation. I was riveted uh, completely. But there's nothing wrong with not feeling that way. Oh, yeah. It was just the complete opposite for me. I was, like, hooked on every single thing he said. Um, and what are they showing in Spider-Man and Doctor Strange? Spider-Man, easy. Andrew Garfield, Tobey Maguire, yeah. let's open some shit up. Yeah, let's bring the Sony universe in full here. Let's bring the Avengers into it. I mean, while we're at it. What if we yeah, were all three is, in New York? Well. We were all three in New York, and we were just like, <laughs> dicks, butts. Extras? <laughs> yeah. They'd be, uh, well, we'd be in the background, or we'd be the people with J. Jonah Jameson talking shit. Yeah. Spider-Man's <laughs> a dick. Screw Spider-Man. <laughs> we could each hate one of the variants of them. Oh, okay, okay. Not, um, I'm not going to be the one hating Tom Holland. So, dibs. One of y'all uh, will have to do uh, that. Uh, dibs on not hating uh, Andrew, Garfield. Andrew Garfield. Yeah. All right, Brandon, you have to hate. Wait, Andrew. I have to hate Andrew. Yeah, because I I would rather hate on I, I will I'll hate on Tobey Maguire. It's okay. I, yeah, I don't it, no, 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 hate it's, on Tobey Maguire. This I is, can't be the. This is easy. I could hate on Andrew Garfield all day because Andrew Garfield, it, it was so cringe. Him and Emma Stone's their relationship is like. Oh, it. you want to talk about cringe? Talk about Toby and Kirsten Dunst, who are upside uh, down, open mouth kissing. I mean, that became iconic, but <laughs> yeah, I love the Clinton. I love Clinton. Clinton. Talks I, about this. Have you ever tried to do that? Yes. It's so hard. We talked about it, and Clinton wasn't there. Clinton, <laughs> have you ever done an upside down kiss like Spider Man? Just with my dog. Shut <laughs> <laughs> I'm sitting on the floor and he hangs his head off the couch. <laughs> so, Come here, buddy. Oh, man. Uh, <laughs> yes, I have. I have. Uh, it's see, not it, that hard. It's it, not that hard. It, it never works. Weird. Yeah, it sucks. You're like suffocating. It's like the worst. No. Have you, you guys remember when people were doing the thing where they, like, you both turn, like, facing each other and your heads are upside down and you talk and you just look at your mouth and how weird it looks when it's your chin yes, moving. Yes, yes, yes. It's like the put weirdest. like googly eyes on your chin. Yeah. <laughs> well, not even that. Up. If you just watch someone's mouth when they're talking upside down, instead, of, like your brain's used to like the jaw dropping at the bottom. Yeah. It's doing it at the top. It's real weird. Clinton, when you and your dog had the Spider-Man kiss moment, was it in the rain? <laughs> Um, it was in the it was in the one of the times that was buddha baby i gotta give him a proper shout out that was really funny and so i had to get it was in the mud it's a 69 kiss fernando you're spot on it is the 69 (laughs) of kissing oh that's awesome all right so we are here with m wait wait oh i had Uh, a point with that one oh okay go for it no no emmy go oh but i like oh you can't say you have a point and then say i can't remember that's getting chaotic. Uh, it was a lot of it was a lot of exposition, and so that person who said that it, they got bored in the middle of Kang talking, I mm-hmm. get that because it was a lot of exposition. We, they chose the dialogue of, instead of the action more. Yeah, which I enjoyed because I think that it takes a lot of explanation for it to 
to make sense. I mean, obviously, when we recorded yesterday, I had a lot of questions. Like, why is he checking that gravity is still working? <laughs> um, <laughs> you open up that multiverse, and, like, but even with it's the out exp- the window, even with the exposition, there was still a lot of confusion. I think with, I think they catered more to Marvel fanboy, like comic fanboys, in this than they did people that yeah. just watch the shows. Mm, that's a good but point. But they still made it enjoyable enough, I think, for people that just watch the shows to be like, okay, we're going to see what's next <laughs> later. Uh, but everyone that knew the comics and knew he was cast as him was like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, that's Kang, that's Kang. That's Kang. Vinyl Cherry said, I've never seen the Andrew Garfield Spider-Man movies, I'll be honest. Uh, Vinyl Cherry, you're not missing anything at all. I like them. I did too, but you're not missing anything. I mean, (laughs) I'm going to be real. Like, I like the second one. Honestly, I was shocked how much I like the second one. But I... Shocked. Um, (laughs) 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 The, uh... I think Dandy Hall was completely underrated in that movie. I thought he was amazing in it because they had Jamie Foxx, so it overshadowed him. But I love Dane DeHaan, and I think he played a great Harry Osborne. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love what Sp- I don't even remember the second one. Oh, I, oh, I do. Oh, no, I remember part of it. Yeah, you're talking one. about the bounce off the. Yeah, oof, that was brutal. Yeet. Yeah, yeah, that was the first yeet. <laughs> so, Sprocket, I like what Sprocket said. Oh, totally. Loki was very comic booky, as was Wanda. These shows are totally banking on the idea that audience can accept comic book silliness. I think Infin- Infinity War and Endgame really started that trend. I, even before that. No, no, Guardians. Guardians is actually, trend. I was just about to say that. Even before that, Guardians, I feel like MCU is now like, hey, we have all this craziness. And I think they first started it with Thor just a tiny bit. Then they started with Avengers with the Chitauri. And they were starting to hint at it a little bit. But then Guardians, it was like, let's hit the gas pedal and just go. Well, kind of with Captain America, honestly, with the suit. Like, they didn't modernize him. No. I'm not, I'm not dissing. Like, yeah, they kept yeah. That, like, he did not have the wings on his head. make a joke about it he later did, he when he wants the suit. He did for, not have uh, the wings on his head. So they definitely modernized it a little bit. But no wings, but the regular suit in Avengers. When That's he a good wants point. That normal suit again. He's like, That's a good point. What does he say in the helicarrier? What's, what's wrong with the. He said, uh, with The red, white, and blue, the stars and stripes. He said, Aren't the uh, stars and stripes a little old fashioned? And Coulson yes. said, The way things are going right now, I think the world could use a little old fashioned. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. Beautiful line. Um, I don't write these quotes down over and over and over. So, well, it, you don't watch Captain America over and over and over uh, while that, you're um, sitting on your bed with tissues and lotion. America's either. ass, but- y'all. <laughs> America's ass. Uh, so, M said, uh, M said, hey, I'm going to be on the stream tonight to discuss with everyone, but I want to talk about how all throughout the series, Loki, Sylvie, and Kang have all looked into the camera breaking the fourth wall. In the elevator, after Loki says, you're just a man, Kang looks at the camera. And Loki and Sylvie both look into the camera multiple times breaking the fourth wall. There's no way all three actors could make the same mistake multiple times. They would just use a different take on the scene. I'm going to rewatch today and count how many times it happens. Im, you're in the chat right now, but that's a really interesting take. Uh, I didn't catch it. I didn't either. But that's- And I usually do, I feel like. Yeah. That is a really, really good take. And breaking the fourth wall, ugh, that's, 
I don't know. That just blew my mind. That do you have a count for us? I think she's uh, vinyl cherry in our chat. Uh, I'm just curious because that that's awesome. That's awesome, and I never realized it. Now I want to watch it again to uh-huh. just see that. There was somebody on. Sorry, guys. RuPaul's Drag Race Down Under, um, Art Simone, who would look into the camera like that. Like it. It was very much like this is my show like you guys are privy to my show this is for me and i'm getting laughs and so that's how that's like when she said something quippy or funny she would like look straight into the camera i wonder if that's somehow like a like king or not king he who remains or sylvie or loki being like this is my show Right. It's he who remains slash Kang who bangs. So Kang, Kang who bangs, because now that's all I'm going to call him. (laughs) I hope you realize that. (laughs) Kang who bangs. a monster. (laughs) Um, But yeah, like kind of being like, no, this is my, I'm the main character. Hmm. Interesting. I could see it being an accident, but if it's happening like three, four times by different characters, then. It has to be intentional, correct? Yeah, because they're professional actors. Like that's like a like rule number one: don't look at the freaking camera. Update: I didn't rewatch, but I watched clips, and Sylvie does it two times in episode three, I believe, and Loki does it a few times. Wow! Mm. Wow! Wow! Interesting stuff. Well, we're gonna go back and watch it. So, M, we we are definitely gonna go back. That's some interesting stuff. Uh, Winter Soldier said Sylvie is like Zemo. She is capable of finishing the mission, which is badass. Love it. And also says Black Widow was awesome. Love the part where Yelena was talking about lady parts being removed. Her one-liners reminded me of Tony Stark. The Red Room reminded me of Cloud City from Star Wars: Empire Strikes Back. What? Mm. Good stuff. Good stuff. I actually really, really like that. Uh, Sylvie is a badass. I I do know that obviously Sylvie at the very end kind of made a mistake or at least what we are perceiving as a mistake. But I loved how badass and how in control she was regardless. I thought it was really, really strong. And she's Wait, wasn't the comment about Black Widow? There was first one. Sylvie is like Zemo. She is capable of finishing the mission, which is badass. And then the Black Widow comment. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, Sylvie is a badass, but Black Widow was awesome. Love the part where Yelena was talking about lady parts being removed. Her one-liners reminded me of Tony Stark, and the Red Room reminded me of Cloud City from Star Wars Empire Strikes Back. I never made that Empire Strikes Back uh, kind of connection. I didn't either. But that's a really good connection. And even the quippiness of her to Tony Stark. I mean, that's pretty fair, too. She's quick. Yeah. Oh, yeah, she is. I completely agree. And she was so funny. Like when she like shivered when she did the superhero land and she's like, <laughs> like just, yeah, but she was almost disgusted. It was so, she was oh, Yelena, a team Yelena. And, and Sylvie was a badass too. Um, I came around to Sylvie. If y'all remember, I did not, I wasn't a huge fan at first. Oh, because the hair. <laughs> well, the hair. And then I don't know. I just, I felt like someone else could have played it better, but she won me over. Um, Sprocket said the line where she says I was pruned before you were even born. She wasn't pruned. She was taken. Yes. I had that same thought when the line was said um, in the show because she wasn't pruned. That's been their goal is to prune her like yeah. she was taken. 
I think that was just maybe an error in the writing. Mm, I kind of agree. Um, Silky is canon, bitches. That kissing truly broke my heart. You could hear in Loki's trembling voice how much mm-hmm. he just wanted to tell her he loves her and cares for her and just didn't want to fight her. Also, why aren't we seeing this the same way? Isn't that literally a breakup kind of quote? Sad crying face. Wow, Silky. That that might be the line that made me think mm-hmm. of her not being a Loki variant. Mm-hmm. No, I but, can't remember the but line, I love, but. but I love Loki's response. Uh, he said, because you can't trust and I can't be trusted. I thought it was a beautiful, like they're still both Lokis. They're just very different Lokis. And I thought that was a really cool quip back. Well, and then she also says, but I'm not you after he says, I just want you to be okay. Mm-hmm. She says, I'm not you. And then pushes it. him through the door. Good writing. Just really good writing though. Like when she says, I'm not you because I'm, I may be Loki. I, I take that as a, we may both be Loki, but we're not the same person. And I love that. I think it's just really great storytelling. I really do. I had, I had a thought on the way to work today or way home from work today about, um, Congratulations. Uh, that's a first. <laughs> I wonder if this will traject Loki to become evil again. Mm. Because the one thing he finally had that he felt like he could trust and love betrayed him. So th- he, he's probably going to be like, what's the point? I well, think I think he's desperate. He like anytime we've seen Loki desperate, his real true side comes out. And I think he's like, we saw it at the end of the TV or at the end of the episode when he was with the TVA. I don't think he's going to go back to straight up evil. I think he's going to be desperate to make things right. And it's going to, yes, his little evil quirks are going to come in here and there, but I think he's mostly going to be a man looking for redemption and a desperate man looking for a resolution. So. Okay. Sprocket. Good point. She pushes him through the door and saves his life because she does care about him. Ooh, God, I love having a chat. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Saves his, how does that save his life, though? I mean, you she don't know what's going to happen. Well, but maybe maybe the branching of the timelines caused some sort of explosion. Mm. We don't know. Right. An explosion. I don't. Even, but he even Back says, up your words, Amy. Jonathan Majors, though, even goes. Like when Kang. Yeah. Well, you know, Ooh. So there's, I I don't think that's false, Emmy. Is my point? Yeah, I meant to bring this up in the podcast yesterday, mm-hmm. and I completely forgot, and no. I was pissed off that I forgot. No worries, man. Um, some theorize that the when <laughs> when Wanda hears her kids in the post credit scene of WandaVision is when this multiverse branches and it opens up and she can hear her kids. God, that's awesome. Whoa! That is awesome. That is awesome. God, I love Marvel. At the end of time, it doesn't work like we think Lanier, you know? I love Marvel. I love Marvel. Who's Lanier? I don't know her. Lanier? How do you say it? Lanier. 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 I'm sorry. That was... That was kind of mean of me. I love oh, now it's okay. I love Marvel so much. Uh, but that was a theory. And I'm like, that is a good theory. And the thunder. And the lightning. Oh, I did it that time. Lightning and the thunder. But you hear it in the background too when Wanda and. Um, uh, oh, when she's doing Agatha the fighting. It, well, when, when, uh, when Agatha realizes and says, what have you done? You hear thunder in the background. And when Wanda's like creeped over and like old looking and yeah. then 
Agatha's looking at her hands when she tries to blast her, get all of her power. And she goes, what have you done? You hear thunder. And you also hear thunder in the background here when it starts branching. Okay. All right. All right. Good stuff. All right, guys, we're going to switch to Steve. Steve said, Black Widow was a good quality action movie. Will it make my top 10? No, maybe not even top 20, but it was a well-made, well-acted piece of cinematography, but 10 years too late. It was good, but felt out of place. Needed to be in the Infinity Saga. I think we said that, and I completely think that Pearl. Oh, sorry. No, I interrupted. No, it's all good. I, I just it needed to be earlier. I completely agree. Uh, Pearl Mutter, whatever his name is, like, dude, I'm I'm glad you're former CEO and not Agreed. current because blah. Yep. I agree. Um, Keith. Hey, it's Keith. It's first audio contribution to our show. Uh, he said, hashtag multiverse of madness, Loki theory. So Keith, we're about to hear from you, man. Cannot wait. So you guys are about to hear from our listener, Keith, who's also in the chat right now. I have this theory that Loki is afraid of falling. So we see Loki falling a lot. We know he doesn't like it. I think it has something to do with the fact that he fell off the Rainbow Bridge way back in Thor 1. And he was probably falling forever, uh, you know, seemingly. He can't die in space. He's a god. And he would have nothing to land on for some time, I imagine. I can just imagine Doctor Strange lifting his sling ring and starting to move his hand around in a circle and Loki just going like, No! I guess what I'm (laughs) saying is I'm just excited to see what Doctor Strange has in store for him next, you know? <laughs> you can't see him, but he actually had a coffee he was drinking and he went and threw it on the ground for another at the end there. Lo- <laughs> it's those touches, Keith, that just uh, set you apart. Oh, yeah. Same. Set yeah. You, set I you love apart. Keith's videos. Yeah, too. that is really, really wonderful. Guys, that's a really interesting take on Loki's fears I, and him falling. I, I love that. Science, science wise, though, there's no gravity in space either, so there wouldn't be anything pulling him down. It would be Newton's third so, law. Science fiction, I mean, science fiction. We're in mm. fiction, fiction. Newton's third law that an object in motion. Newton's for, th- second law can suck these nuts because it's fiction. Third, third law, third law. Fifteenth law. Fifteenth right. law can suck these nuts because we're in fiction. All right. Well. I mean, uh, I do I, think that's a really good theory, though, because he does. He falls a lot metaphorically. And I love I love Vinyl Cherry. I'm a key stand in, first in and a human second. <laughs> we have key stands in our chat and rightfully so. Keith deserves every bit of stands he gets. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All right. He also has another video, guys. Uh, thoughts five minutes after watching the finale. So I'm excited to re- listen to this one. This is Keith with his thoughts on Loki five minutes after watching the finale. Let's hear from Keith right now. How does Marvel do it? How do they do it? Not only do they cast incredibly well, but also just hearing that Tom Hiddleston enjoyed episodes four and five the most uh, left everybody, or at least myself, not expecting the world mm-hmm. out of this one. Yes, good point. Honestly, I've, I've honestly loved every finale that the TV shows have produced. Wanda saying goodbye to Vision in that moment. <sighs> Sam's speech when he's wearing the Captain Falcon. Falcon Porch! Their finales have been great. This is the best one though, because it felt like they went from a Marvel TV show to a Marvel film. It felt like a transition happened Ooh, without us I even love realizing that. it. And Jonathan Major's performance was so 
fucking good. We haven't even seen the bad <laughs> version of him yet. He didn't. I have to pause him. We're on the Avengers podcast, sir. Fuck. Even say the word Kang. This was a fantastic finale, and the whole time I was thinking, oh, Clinton must love this because they are not walking for once. (laughs) That, and he was right about everything, which he's um, letting us know. Yes. Oh, no. Uh, Was I right? Yeah, here we go again. Here we go. (laughs) That's a good point, Keith. They were sitting the whole time this time, which... They did they did walk to the castle, but it wasn't just them filming them walking talking. That was in episode three. It was it was yeah. I think that you hit the nail on the head, Keith, that it moved from a TV show to a that finale seemed like a movie. It yeah. felt like a movie. I agree. It really and, I, and that's the quality we're seeing as well. Like I yeah. completely agree with you. I think part of that too though was Jonathan Majors, like knocking his role out of the park. His introduction was just amazing. Chef's kiss. Chef's yeah. kiss all damn day. Uh, good stuff. We love hearing from you, Keith. We might even hear from you a little bit later. Uh, I don't know how many videos uh, were sent in, but I'm looking forward to hearing from you. And I know we have a couple, so I'm excited. Uh, MJ, uh, this says part two. Sorry, I'm reading it out of order, but uh, that's the way Twitter works because it's stupid. But MJ said, the beginning with Nelson Mandela, Greta Thun- Thunberg, Sylvie, Vision, Maya Angelou, etc. might have been the coolest opening ever. Now my thoughts on Kang. Well... He Who Remains. Jonathan Majors was just absolutely amazing. And I love how great of a threat he poses to, and it's dot, dot, dotting, but it wasn't a reply, so I can't read it. Where are you, MJ? Let me see if I can keep going. Um, Oh, I can't find you, MJ. Sorry. If you reply directly to your comment, though, it will show up right underneath it, and I can do that. Uh, oh, maybe we should change the place we do Avengers Assemble. Yeah, it kind of sucks. Twitter scatters everything. I know. Mm-hmm. Oh, it says everyone. He's possibly even scarier than Thanos because there are infinite evil versions of him. So even if you kill one, you might get another. Last quick Loki thoughts. Even though the kiss kind of seemed like a uh, like a distraction, still you and Loki was legitimate, <laughs> so sweet and caring. Love it. <laughs> I love it. Good stuff. Still ooh, but I liked it. <laughs> uh, still ooh, but at least he gave a shit. <laughs> so, yeah, I love it though. It's good stuff, MJ. It was. It's. It's still a little bit rushed for a romance for me, but you don't. We don't know. Te- I mean, we've watched it for six yeah. weeks. We technically don't know. Time doesn't work. I, well, they say it in this show that yeah. it doesn't work the same way. So you can't use that. Weak ass argument, Amy. Um, <laughs> oh. I'm not the one who usually uses it. I say it like that because I'm mocking Brandon. You're yeah. on the contraire of it, though. You're on the other side of it. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Did I say contraire? I don't think. <laughs> You're going to check me on that? I don't think that that's an actual English word. Oh, contraire. <laughs> it has, I mean, that's origins of French, I would say. Okay. So it's a word. Great. Um, you use you you quote German and all kinds of stuff on here, so I don't want to hear it. Yeah, poorly. <laughs> oh, that's still the the kachow in German is one of my favorite moments ever on our <laughs> podcast. I just want to let that be known. Uh, so we get uh, Vincent. Vincent Moore says the best series on Disney Plus opens up the multiverse so much. Jonathan Majors was really good on Lovecraft Country. We talked about that. Good stuff, Vincent. Yeah. 
Awesome, awesome. Smash Trivia John is back and says, Boink, Bond, and Butcher, Ladies of Asgard. All right. Ladies of Asgard edition. Sylvie, Lady Sif, Frigga. Ooh, okay. I heard Frigga's a freak. <laughs> I love how you said that with such conviction. I heard Frigga's a freak. <laughs> God, I love you. That was so funny. Uh, <laughs> the freaky freaka. Here we go. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I'm going to. No, I'll. I guess I'll go first. Uh, straight <laughs> white male. I'm gonna say what I think. Um, <laughs> you got it. You got it. Okay, so I'm gonna say, uh, boink, Sylvie. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to say Bond Lady Sif because she's like strong and very honest and I don't know. And free up butcher. <laughs> I, I'm sorry. Uh, it's yeah. She, she already did. It's cool. Exactly. Am I really making a difference? So guys, boink Sylvie because yeah. And Bond uh, Lady Sif because she just seems like a perfect partner. She's strong. She's independent. She's beautiful. She's everything you would want in a partner. And she's a strong anger white woman. Yeah, exactly. And Frigga, <laughs> uh, she's already dead. So why, why does it matter, bro? <laughs> so, yeah. I'll go second. Yeah. I'm going to boink Sylvie. Yeah. I'm going Ow! to Bond, not Sylvie, uh, uh, Sif, Lady Sif. I can get that too. Nah. I'm going to boink Lady Sif. I'm going to bond with Frigga and I'm going to kill or butcher. Uh, Get out of Sylvie. my life. Get out of my life. Sylvie doesn't deserve to die. You have clamored for Lady Loki and now you're going to kill her off? Because she doesn't have a, long black hair. Well, you can't trust her to marry, first of all. That's you why I didn't marry her. her. That's why I didn't marry her. We saw that firsthand with Loki. That's why I didn't okay. marry her, but I boinked her. Yeah, but Sif's. Oh, that, no, I'm not going to say that. <laughs> what? Say it. <laughs> so misogynist sounded. Oh, never mind. Don't say it. <laughs> um, I was going to say Sif's boinkable. That's terrible to say. <laughs> oh, Keith says, Brandon, how dare you butcher Rene Russo? Okay, come on. Have you seen Sylvie and Lady Sif? Come on, Keith. Give me a little credit, bud. Frigga, I'm going to bond with because she knows how to take care of a family. Yeah, she also and, dies when a dark I'm sorry, elf. Sorry, do you want a family? Yeah, I was about to say. And when a dark elf shows up, she's just going to straight Listen, get if killed. I'm in Asgard, of course I want a family. Get out of here, Clayton. Get out of here. Emmy, what's your ba- uh, what, what's your picks? Um, I agree with Brandon. Oh, we got a twofer. And the and the reason behind that is because I am blonde and Lady Loki is blonde, Sylvia's blonde, and so boink all day. I I would be attracted to me yourself. <laughs> yeah. Very Loki of you. Oh. I I like if I was into the female persuasion. Yeah, I love this. Uh, I would want somebody who looked exactly like me, and oh Lady Loki does. <laughs> Pit, Pit and Logler <laughs> said in the chat, "I would boink and uh, I would boink and bond with Frigga and kill the other two. <laughs> I love it. Just I just kill the other Sprocket. two. Sprocket, Sprocket just said Sif is blonde in mythology, and you are correct because we talked about the hair cutting and it being spun from gold. 
Ooh, yes, we did talk about that. As actually. is my hair, spun from gold. Okay, uh, we're gonna keep going. Stag said, "Okay, um, so hey, so a few thoughts and predictions about whatever I just watched. First off, I would like to say I told you so to anyone who doubted the Loki Sylvie romance from start. I was on board, and I'm so happy Marvel made it official with a kiss. <laughs> it was sort of a backstab on Sylvie's part, but I'll take what I can get. Speculation at first." I felt like Sylvie was now the villain because I really felt that they should have just left He Who Remains in control, but that's not very exciting for the climax of a show, I suppose. I was definitely siding with Loki Loki on this one. Uh, Your review changed my mind, though, and I see how she had to finish what she started, and I respect that from her. But poor rejected Loki just trying to live happy with her. If this turned into a WandaVision sort of thing, trying to create a reality that can live in it together, that would have been very ironic. So... This is a lot, but I also have a first thought. Who created He Who Remains? This may be unsolvable if he created himself, but he claims to be immortal, so is there still another person in this hierarchy of timekeepers and creators? By the way, is it contradictory to the comics, which I have never read, but I immediately thought that it would be season two when Loki and Renslayer start uh, looking for Sylvie through the multiverse to undo the chaos, since that seems what our, is what our Loki wanted. Or everything could play out exactly how he who remains said, and he ends up back in control, and the Lokis face him again with a second change. I don't know. Broke my heart to see Mobius not know Loki. It is the worst nightmare to make a friend just to lose them like he uh, like he did with Sylvie. I love the pod, and props to you if you were able to get this far into my rant. <laughs> so we were able to get that far into your rant, Aztec. I want to get on the the Jonathan Majors kick, like who created him. He was a scientist in the 31st century. I think he was a super smart guy who basically so he was just born of, of people. Exactly, so. exactly. I think he wrote his own destiny uh, through his intelligence and kind of changed the way the TVA and time worked, which was really cool. Kind of, which is why I relate to him a lot. Okay. Mm. Um. <laughs> Uh, I'm ahead out. Hi, <laughs> <laughs> right, I'm ahead out. Um, did they? They also mentioned. Oh, now you guys are leaving me by myself to my own. My own. You got it. You got this. Okay. Well, I had a question, and now nobody's going to be here to answer. You got it. the. You've got the chat. Did lean into it. Did they also bring up um, uh, Loki and Renslayer working together? Yes. I they don't did. think I see that. No, and I think by the time we get the second season, it's going to, a lot has, will have changed and they're going to continue on from where we're at. Because the second season has to be like a year from now, right? Or longer? Well, longer, probably. People estimate it's going to be January of 2023. 2023? Which is February is when Ant Man and the Wasp Quantumania comes out. So it's a month before Quantumania. Oh, but we're getting a season two of this before Quantumania? That's the rumor. Oh. I need for Disney to have another one of those investor days where they... <laughs> where they announce the timelines. Announce a whole bunch more stuff because yeah. I'm... I need more. Fair. <laughs> I need, That's fair. I need more. Buddha Baby said that they're you're here for me. And I appreciate that. Uh, Keith called me Clinton the Conqueror. So, I mean, y'all better get on board. The sooner the have, better for your sake. You seem to have conquered that camera. 
know where the off button is. <laughs> and this mock as many what times are- as I mute it. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't say you conquered that. That one's still, uh, that one's up in the air. <laughs> All right, guys. And, uh, and uh, Brandon loves Iron Man too. I love Iron Man too. It's my favorite. <laughs> so Bobby said he who remains was eating an apple to keep the doctor strange away. <laughs> I love it. That's a really good little quippy thought, Bobby. Thank you. Uh, Dr. Robin, uh, Dr. Robin Atchison says, I wasn't a fan of the kiss, but it did remind me of Natasha Bruce kiss in Ultron when he, uh, excuse me, when she pushes him because she needs Hulk. I'm still not sure if Sylvie had a romantic feeling uh, for Loki, but she's probably perceptive enough to realize his feelings for her and exploit them. So we think Sylvie was using Loki. Is that what she's saying? I don't know. I don't think it was. No, a, I don't think so. That last, the last episode with them talking, it's too genuine. Mm-hmm. It's too. It's too. There's, there's no way she was just using him. Mm-hmm. In my opinion, right. I, I think that maybe she was trying to, like maybe she didn't know what was going to happen after she killed him, or if he was going to fight back. He being he who remains Mm -hmm. and so maybe it was like a i'm trying to keep you safe yeah yeah that's a good point all right we're about to hear from keith again final finale thoughts 22 hours after watching loki and a question for you guys all right keith we love hearing from you here is his keith's final thoughts on the loki finale i mean i'm about to start calling him brokey watched it multiple times and it just gets better what a truly poetic storytelling moment to watch our loki suffer betrayal someone who he clearly loves a lot of us were obsessing over the bit of both line but after that line he says but nothing ever real ah it is a betrayal I don't think it was far premeditated. I think she was going to do whatever she had to do. I don't think that if if he saw her again, he wouldn't be able to forgive her. But to go in for the kiss when she knows full well that his feelings for her are complicated. And they have been the last couple episodes. He doesn't know how to express himself romantically at all. Um, He's not sure what kind of feelings he has for her, but he knows that they're strong. And she exploited it. His whole thing has been betrayal and... To have that be the sucker punch at the end of the season was brilliant. Was that the push over the edge into good guide him that he needed um, to be betrayed just the same way that he betrays others? Um, or do you think he's likely to do it again? People have tricked him before, but nothing that left him looking like this. Mm. Shows Loki's final moments. Thank you, Avengers, is what he put at the very end there in a title screen. Keith, I can't believe okay. it. I can't believe it. Keith's starting to sway me, guys. <laughs> Holy crap. Okay. So Buddha Baby is 100% on board. Like, this is. See, Keith gets is... it. Thank you, Keith. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Here's my question then. Does she go in for the kiss or does Loki? And I did not. I thought she I, pulled him to her. I thought she was like, kind of like pulled him to her and they kissed. That's how my 
opinion and that's how my i've only seen it twice once to watch it and once to take notes so don't take my word for it guys if you guys can put it in the chat and let me know but i swear i thought I, she just pulled him towards her and they kissed i really hate mm. i missed this section yeah uh, yeah, this was this was really, really well done. Um, but Keith basically laying out that it was a betrayal the whole time by Sylvie, not genuine emotions. She was using Loki, and she was only motivated by one thing and getting revenge. And uh, I and Keith, so why did she prune herself? She definitely was just more determined to finish her. Yeah, mission. That's what it felt like. One bad. Why did she prune herself, Clinton? Ooh, here's Clinton. That's why I love Clinton. Clinton with the retort. Yeah, yeah, okay, okay. Because she was trying to get back with Loki. She didn't know the void existed when she pruned herself, did she? No, she didn't. No. Oh. No, and the only reason to prune yourself would be to, but maybe, maybe. Oh God! Now I'm playing Mephisto's advocate. Yo, go and for she it. Ki- she could have killed Loki in the supermarket if she wanted to, right? But she would have. Maybe she was already. Maybe. She, oh my God! Words, man. Okay, hold on. Maybe okay. she knew that it was going to take two Lokis to take down whatever was at the end of this, aka Elias. Mm-hmm. Because I don't think that she could have done that on her own. But did she know there was going to be another Loki come in this way? I mean, I bet she didn't expect another Loki to be working with a TVA. Keith said, I meant, I'm more meant that she never expected him to change his mind last minute. I think her feelings for Loki are real, but she prioritized the last minute. I agree with that. Oh, it was, yeah, that I feel he... like when they were in the chamber, she was gung-ho we're doing this, and she thought he would be too. So she was like, I've got to get him out of the way now because my mission is, I mean, it's priority. I've got to end this. Yeah, and fair points. Did she know Elias existed? Yeah. This is really... Okay, all right. This is insanely deep. This is why I love the fandom. That's why I love the fandom. I love the speculation. I was going to say, and I love that we we record with them now because we never got to hear this other side, and I think it's brilliant. So... Good stuff, guys. I mean, you guys have we just we just finished season one of Loki. Um, and in true Loki fashion, I went to smash a cup on the ground and say Another Another. Oh, I agree. Uh Keith, we love you, man. Keep him coming. Uh you can follow him on Twitter at film critter with a K. Can't can't plug that guy enough. Good stuff. Uh MJ. As for Black Widow, I loved it. I was hooked every second, and it might not be my favorite, but it was a damn good movie. Yelena was hilarious and has easily become one of my favorite characters. Preach, MJ! Preach! The fights were so well choreographed, and going to a theater to watch a Marvel movie for the first time was great. This was your first Marvel movie. I think she told us that, too. Oh, I just love that people get to experience Marvel Studios in a cinema. And Forgive me for saying that, but, it, you know starting to some places in the world can and especially for your first one black widow is a damn good one to start with that's the one of the teacher friends that i was talking about starting a rewatch of the mcu right now Mm -hmm. she went and saw black widow with her brother and was like oh damn this is actually good and now she's at thor i think and i i was like i am so excited for you to be like that person who's like being introduced to the MCU for the first time, like you have no idea what's coming. Like you're just bright eyed and bushy tailed. Like it's, it's awesome. Uh, it's awesome. Yeah. MJ- my biggest praise with 
uh, Black Widow was the choreography in the fight scenes. I loved it a lot too. That's a good it was stuff. amazing. Yeah. That's good stuff. And MJ also said, in my opinion, this was the best finale, according to Loki. There was a lot of talking, but it really worked. The amount of times I yelled or screamed at a reveal or jump scare was more than any episode, and that made it the best. I love it. Good stuff. So uh, we see Steve said, uh, MCU has always been something for myself and my son to enjoy together. I found myself spending longer explaining episode six to him than we actually spent watching it. On a side note, if anyone here has children, watching the MCU with them has been a truly amazing experience. And for you guys who are not as old, wise, and humble as I, I guarantee that it will be a highlight of your life to watch the universe unfold through their eyes and hearts. Oh, I'm sure. Oh, I don't have children, but I, just imagining that, like, it would be so fun because it makes it almost makes us children, right? Yeah. I yeah. mean, it makes us like fanboy and fangirl over it. And, we turn into big kids. I can't imagine seeing it through a child's eyes. That has to be awesome, Steve. For real. That would yeah. be so cool. <laughs> yeah. I I mean, my own children, probably not in my future. That's fine. But yeah, talking about it with my kids at school. And then um, when I was on vacation, my niece, who is eight or nine, should be a better aunt, know exactly what the age is of my niece. But anyway, um, we did like an impromptu like we recorded like with with my niece and she got to like talk to Brandon Clinton and like in her mind she's a podcast star now even though that has not reached any of your ears and we like put I got a picture of like all the Avengers and I was like which one do you think looks the coolest and she pointed at Captain Marvel and I was like yeah she's really cool (laughs) like it was just like such a heartwarming moment like oh like eventually she's gonna she's gonna be my niece is gonna be a nerd too i used to it was tradition with my nephew he was when he was younger and i was really into this this has been going since 08 so i would go with my nephew to every movie i would take him with me when he was a lot younger but it was really cool and talking about it with him then and well he's 17 now so it's not as interesting i guess but it was a lot of fun seeing it through his eyes back in the day too yeah and um steve that really hit home for me because um this is really personal and luckily no one from my real life really listens to this instead of a maybe a couple people but i'm gonna share it anyway i'm probably getting trouble for this but um he, uh, my fiance and I are getting married in November and we definitely, ex- we are planning on starting a family shortly after. And just the fact that your comment there and for you guys who are not as old, wise and humble as I, I guarantee that will be a highlight of your life to watch the universe unfold through their eyes and hearts. I almost teared up reading that. And, uh, maybe there's going to be a little future podcaster and he better have a deep voice like me, he or she. And, uh, you know, it'd be a real wonderful treat. So, uh, I don't know that that really hit home, Steve. Thank you for the beautiful words. So, um, Jordan, Brandon, what? Brandon, we're not pregnant yet. You're just gonna. We're, why we're, no? But you're just gonna gloss over that because I thought it was still kind of up in the air. No, it's not up in From the air. Day we're, to day, it's not up in the air. We're we're gonna have. We're gonna. We're, we're definitely going for it. So, anyway, so Jordan. Oh my god. <laughs> so oh yeah. I. Yeah. I've 
always wanted to not be that person. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm totally that person right now. Oh, we're gonna have uh, hopefully a little a little tiny one soon. But uh, Black Widow, this is Jordan. Jordan, the first ever patron of the Avengers podcast Patreon, said Black Widow. Florence Pugh stole the show playing Yelena. The movie and especially the end credit scene made me actually kind of care about Black Widow. <laughs> Loki, the final episode was the best episode, and I'm so glad they showed Kang and we didn't get Ralph boned again. <laughs> I love it. Oh, that's brilliant, brilliant, Jordan. Uh, Florence Pugh stole the show. Does anyone disagree that Florence Pugh didn't steal Black Widow? Can we just get that over with right I now? I mean, that was amazing. I hate how you're trying to gloss over this because I have a tear in my eye and Florence Pugh, Amy. Yeah, Florence Pugh. That's great. Little baby Hawkeye uh, was on Instagram that stories today doing a little alien dance inside of its mom's belly, his mom's belly. You guys. Elisa, thank you for now being an Avenger. That is awesome. Clinton, what's your thoughts? Florence Pugh, did she steal the show for you? Clinton is muted and has been for Son a minute. Son of a bitch. <laughs> so bad about it. So we bad about it. should have let you go oh. for quite a while. I will, uh-huh. not say, yeah. I will not say she stole the show for me. She was a highlight, yes. But I don't think she stole the show. I think it was fresh. For me, it was fresh and it was nice having another person with Widow that she was family with. Quote, unquote, family. Um <laughs> She uh, didn't steal the show for me, but yeah, she was a huge highlight for me. And um, Jordan, I agree. I'm usually not one to say this, but I did not want to get boned again, you know? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jordan, you're amazing. Thank you so much for reaching out, man. Uh, MJ said, in, uh, in my opinion, this was the best finale. Uh, I've already read this one, I think. Uh, there was a lot of talking. Yeah. Made it the best. I'm going to, I think I've already read this one. It was the best finale. The amount of times I yelled, yep, we read this one. Okay, sorry. Uh, Nader, first of all, I want to thank again you three for your time and effort. I've loved this MCU week and been laughing with the content and your reviews. Thank you, Avengers host. It's the hashtag. Thank you, Avengers host. Oh, on animal parents with you three, Emmy is an owl because she's smart and elegant. Brandon oh. is a koala. He is peaceful and friendly. And Clinton is a goat. Wink. <laughs> and Clinton responded to him with a, <laughs> my God, gif. <laughs> so, uh, Nader also says, on Loki, do you guys think that the yellow jacket head on the void is a teaser of yellow jacket in quantum mania now that it's returned is confirmed? Oh, excuse me, now that it's return is confirmed. Is the void connected to the quantum realm confirming that the TVA is there or is it another multiverse? Can we take some time to listen to Clinton enlighten us about he who remains in the comics? Was it a Kang thing or separate characters? Can't really remember myself. What other things are different in the MCU, the Citadel, the many variants of Kang, speculation on Eternals and why they are not there during Infinity Saga? Are they from another multiverse? I can't believe I'm using multiverse as canon now. Also, can we appreciate Jonathan Majors acting in the last episode? What an introduction. Don't get me wrong. Josh Brolin hit it out of the park as Thanos, especially in Infinity War. How to best that. But Jonathan Majors really sold that first sales pitch outstandingly. 
Kang may just may hashtag logically outlogic the situation. I mean, it was only fair a Loki introduced us to Thanos and a Loki introduced us to Kang. Black Widow, can we finish the dead subjects ratio to know how many died in Drakov's hands to get the widow class of the movie? So anyway, a lot of stuff, a lot of stuff, Nader. A lot of stuff. Uh, first off, the, the animals, I, I can't really disagree. I think uh, Clinton is definitely the greatest of all time. Emmy is very smart and elegant. And uh, for the most part, uh, I am definitely uh, uh, koala. I'm slow, very slow. So Koalas are, they're scary. They're they're <laughs> slow and angry. <laughs> That's me. I think koala is slow. chlamydia. Uh, uh, Brandon, slow, angry, and has chlamydia. Emmy, Al, because she stays up all night and never uh, sleeps because of nightmares. And says who a lot because she don't know who they are in the comments. And she's not listening to who? your. She's not listening to your comments. And so she's like, "Who said that? What? Can we repeat that?" <laughs> who? ADHD. And Clinton's a goat because he just goes and eats grass all the time. <laughs> the goat. He eats anything yeah he really does <laughs> so thank you for that i appreciate that um gosh loki Did you go over the question that yes was uh, he asked several the yellow jacket ahead in the void is it a teaser for yellow jacket in quantum mania i don't think uh, so i don't i don't know i don't think so i, I think, think it's, maybe it's just like a collection that he got from I, another universe i think it's a wink i think it's a wink and i like that a wink yeah not a not a not going to be a plot point. And it says, Clinton, uh, can we take some time for Clinton to uh, enlighten us about he who remains? Clinton, you kind of did that I, in the podcast. I did that I think in check, the yeah. Yeah, I would agree with that. And uh, speculation on the Eternals and why they were not there de- during the Infinity Saga. Did they come from another multiverse? We Ch- talked about that. I think yeah. they had like memory loss. Mm-hmm. They all had amnesia like on uh, on General Hospital. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep, that's exactly yeah, right. That's a big theory that they just they somehow because in the comics that happens to them right uh one of them wipes them i can't get their names but one of them wipes the memories of everyone so i don't know yet we'll see yeah and uh nader also said can we uh, for black widow can we finish the dead subjects ratio to know how many died in drakov's hands to get the widow class i have to i still have to do the math we have to do the math but good stuff nader nader the best hashtag guy in the business Uh, that's my that's my homework for the week is i'll do i'll do the math on that yep uh Haley, great to hear from you Haley. she said as much as i loved wandavision and the falcon and the winter soldier loki is definitely my favorite in the eternals trailer is one of them that says throughout the years we have never interfered until now i wonder if the multiverse opening is what causes them to, to <laughs> decide to interfere wow perfect That's timing the perfect timing with the chat perfect Someone, timing yeah yeah yeah. Love it. Love yeah. it. Love it. Love it. Haley. Good to hear from you. Jeremy McBride, one of our patrons said, I feel like a broken record at this point, but this series just continues to get better and better from the opening credits on. It was a crazy fun and emotional ride. I loved Kang slash he who remains, but I got major <laughs> architect from matrix matrix reloaded vibes yes. from him. The scene afterwards where Mobius and B 15 are watching the multiverse open as well as the despair on Loki's face reminded me of infinity war post snap i can't wait to see the ramification of this episode going forward in the mcu i'm so ready for season two jeremy out of the park son god i love that i want i want season two to open with mobius on a jet ski yes oh like a flashback like, like a flashback of him 
first thing no. I, I don't even no. I don't care if it's no, a no. flashback or no. a flash forward of him like chasing Sylvie. Now in season two with a post credit scene of him on a jet ski and hopefully all is well at that point. End it. End it that way. Yeah. Yeah. Oh okay. my God. Okay. Yes. Oh, um, would, you, would you rather see a stamp of Loki is, is coming back for season two or Mobius on a jet ski in the middle of the ocean? Uh, we're talking about season two though. Yeah. That's what I mean. It's well, a, we got the stamp for season one. That's my point. Would you rather see it end in that crappy way or the next one to be Mobius on a jet ski being super happy? I want to see the first, the second season open with him on a jet ski. Yeah. No, that's going to hook people immediately. Uh, Thank you, Clinton. Thank you. I disagree. I disagree. And him going, ka-chow. Ka-chow. <laughs> Ka-wow. Ka-wow. Oh, I, I love it. Nader says, Crocky starts season two. <laughs> yes. Yes. Oh, I love it, Nader. Thank you. God. Y'all, it's an alligator. It's not a crocodile. It's still, it can still be called Crocky. His name. For what? What does Crocky mean? What's it stand for? It stands for a cool name for an alligator. A crater. Yeah, a crater Loki. God. Anyway, good stuff. I I would love just a scene of alligator Loki just growling for the first like five minutes of the episode. Please. And it being like, like the, you the, know, the scrolling um, the Star Wars. You know, Kevin like Feige is, Star Wars. A, you know, Kevin Feige is allegedly in our DMs. If that happens, you know, it. <laughs> confirm yeah, this. This is what needs to happen. It needs to open with Mobius on a jet ski. And then he swings through a swamp and picks up alligator Loki on his way and he rides the jet ski with him you're coming with me nader i love you he says crocky sounds better agreed all right guys so we are about to croaky uh both they're both great uh loki uh, anyway so keith we're about to get to him his black widow thoughts keith with another video we love hearing from you keith we can't wait to listen in here's his black widow thoughts part one aloe patriarchat The action was fantastic. It made me want to watch Born Identity again. A lot of people online that might have negative reviews about this movie are men. And as a cisgender male, as ham-fisted as I feel like the girl power was in Captain Marvel, Black Widow did that much better. I'm starting to smell some feminist politics. A rich white guy <laughs> who can mind control young women from childhood onward, taking him down, giving them agency. I mean, honestly, how can you complain about that? Fantastic performance by Florence Pugh. She stole the show, and this movie yes. very much felt like a vehicle for her character. Yes, yes, yes. Saying, okay, well, Black Widow, all these death-defying moments that she has, you know she doesn't die here, she dies later. We're going to use this movie to introduce Yelena, and she's awesome, and you're going to love her. And I did, so mission accomplished. Well said. Black Widow Thoughts Part 2 from Keith. Keith said I had to break this up Russian into two videos. This is down. the first movie that I've joined oh. you guys on, uh, as opposed to TV episodes. A lot of people are upset about how the character of Taskmaster was treated and reduced to, you know, a laconic mute character with very little depth. I honestly think that this version of Taskmaster has a lot of potential to be a more interesting character down the line. And obviously this movie is taking a lot of inspiration from James Bond. I even had a former Bond girl playing Taskmaster. But what was your guys' favorite action sequence and what was your favorite Elena moment? What? Get in. 
Oh my gosh! It was a. It really was a Bond girl that played Taskmaster. What the hell, Keith? Blew my Brandon, mind. You gotta warn us when you're gonna you're gonna play them back to back. Yeah, started for real. To comment okay. on the first. You know what? Sorry. Well, and you said part one, and then you played it, and then jumped right into part two, and we were like, oh, and then uh, yeah. I can play part two. Keith Keith said the first part where he says it in Russian. It was Russian for down with the patriarchy. Keith, man. He's a man after your own heart. He is a man after your own heart. I. You don't know how many times like Emmy will just message us down with the patriarchy. (laughs) We're not even (laughs) recording. But I, but I, I, okay. Okay. I have to preface this with, I say that because it is almost funny to me that I know for a fact that will never happen. And so it's almost like a joke. Like, it's almost like, I know that I like, and also it's, it's also a joke that like, I want to be better than men. I don't, I'm not trying to be better. I just want to be equal. Equal. I am, I am looking like feminists are looking for equality. And so down with the patriarchy is such a, funny phrase to me that just means like we're just gonna stomp on men that just it just doesn't it doesn't gel with my ideas but it's and so i, I will say that as a tee mm-hmm. sure 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 that's what you do to me when i say i'm just joking about being humble you're like yes. sure 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 Yep, yep. I, down uh, with patriarchy. I do, I do love that when he talks about Florence Pugh, it's kind of a launching pad for Florence Pugh. I think I think it's absolutely wonderful. And yeah, we we knew the dangers of the movie and how it really didn't apply to Black Widow. So really good point. Uh, but also it built this future star in Florence Pugh, this future star in Yelena. And like I said, I think a couple of you now have said that some of, it's one of your favorite characters. I am with you. Yelena is one of my favorites. Yes, I still think it served Black Widow and Scarlett Johansson in an amazing way. But I really think it built a future star in Florence Pugh. And if you've seen some of the behind-the-scenes photos and videos of Florence Pugh, she's having a blast. She's laughing. She seems like a cut-up. She seems like just a wonderful person to be around. She could be on this show, probably, because she just seems like that kind of person. Um, she just... I don't know. I am so here for Yelena and I'm so here for how they built who she is and where she's going to go. And also playing ho- paying homage to black widow without, you know, this being like, obviously how she dies. We, we see that it's just great. It's great. My, storytelling. Only, my only frustration with her being the highlight, I guess, and, and it being a launching pad for her is that, there should have been a Black Widow movie a long time ago. Oh, I agree with that. Okay. And then they come out with it way too far away. And it's a prequel to after she dies. And then also now in the movie, she's not the star. It's Yelena. I, never, that, like, I, I don't know. I'm not saying you did, but everyone is just, I'm, I get it. Like Marvel did that on purpose. They want Yelena to be a highlight in a, I'm not, I'm not shitting on people liking her, her, being a like standout but i'm saying as a studio for me it's like almost like oh you shit on her again (laughs) i don't think they're shitting on her by creating stars in the same movie 
You know, like I honestly no, but no, hear she me should out. have had her own standalone movie way back when. I agree with that. I never disagreed with that. But my whole point is, I don't think by creating stars, you're shitting on existing stars. I think you're no, absolutely I, not. I think you're also pave. You're paying homage to the past while paving the future. I think you can do both. I don't think it has to be shitting on something. But I, think, I don't know that they paid homage to her past. I maybe I, is my problem. When I say paid homage to her ha- past, her past is that she died in Infinity, or excuse me, in Endgame, and to me that. That past was, I mean, it hit harder. You even said that, Clinton. That that scene before, uh, you know, before Julie well, uh, Louis Dreyfus showed up was mm-hmm. really hitting you harder than it probably did because in, I was game. seeing it through Elena's exactly. Point of view. And that to me, that's good storytelling. You're seeing it harder than it's. You're seeing it hit harder than it's ever had. So I I I think you can have both. Why can't you have your cake and eat it too? I I, I respectfully but disagree. I I'm not saying I'm not saying you can't, but I don't think they landed that. I think they did. Right. And we disagree. Yeah, that's why I said respectfully. I, yeah, yeah, I don't think they did. For for Black Widow's sake. It's a great movie, but I felt like there was a lot more happening besides Black Widow. There was co-star, like co... Like when you watch Iron Man, Iron Man's the hero. Like Iron Man is the guy. When you watch this movie, it's Yelena and Natasha and Alexi and... Melina, like it's not Natasha. Does that make sense? It does, but I think it all worked. I think it was too, it would have worked if they would have done it earlier. I don't I, think with, yeah, you, I already said it. No, I had a damn point and I forgot it because you guys were arguing. We're not arguing. We just, we're just disagreeing. Yeah. We, Fuck I, you, forgot, I, I forgot. Fuck you. <laughs> Here's what here, my point was. Here's two for you. So um, we'll keep going. Keith, thank you so much for uh, continuing to uh, send us all good, good things. Uh, Sorry, Keith. I didn't want to sound like I was shitting on what you said. <laughs> oh, it totally was. It Keith, just made me think of that. Can you I make hashtag uh, Clinton shit on Keith and everything he says? I would never. <laughs> so uh, Joey is the audacity. The audacity. So uh, Joey said, I can't give any thoughts on Black yes. Widow as I won't be seeing it until next week. As for Loki, that was a really great finale in my opinion. I haven't been able to listen to the podcast yet, so I hope I'm not repeating anything. So this variant, if Loki is a combination of two characters in the comics, the one who remains or is the last TV ag- TVA agent alive at the end of the time who goes back in time to create the TVA, yes, it's a chicken versus the egg paradox, and Immortus, the goddess uh, variant of Kang and where the comment comic accurate costume comes from by introducing a Kang for which we grow to like with his quirks and personality. I think this will help create some weird feelings for when we are introduced to Kang the Conqueror. I love Jonathan Majors in this and so look forward to seeing him again. As for Sylvie, I understand her action was completely in character for her to not trust Loki, just like it was completely in character for Star-Lord to react emotionally to Gamora's death. But I can't help but think she is just as nearsighted and stupid as him for her actions. You can see the timeline falling apart as they fight, and Kang was offering them both a way to make the TVA a better entity. Yet she chose petty revenge. 
I think you could see she regretted it immediately afterwards. Shows how much, just like in Big Serious Hero 6, how destructive all-out revenge is. Only this time, Sylvie didn't have friends like Hero did to pull her out of her decisions after the fact. Sorry for rambling on, but I had, to t- I had a lot to say. Hope this gives you guys a few things to discuss. Oh, and Captain America is a Tigers fan, so everyone else can suck it. Uh, <laughs> Joey, love it, man. This was really, really good stuff, guys. Anyone want to start? Yes, I do. Yeah, go for it, man. I don't. So I disagree here because I think it's deeper than just revenge for her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like completing the mission. Yeah, I said that a lot. She's going to go through the mission, but you have to understand where she is coming from. Like I talked about in the last episode, you have to understand her viewpoint and how she has been treated her entire Mm -hmm. life. And I think her regret and crying over Kang after she killed him wasn't so much for killing Kang. It was so much for what she had to do to Loki to kill Kang. Right. Well, and the fact that now it's over, like what now? What? what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But she had just pushed Loki through the door. So I felt like she had a lot of emotion happening and she thought I've got to finish this because at the end of the day, she's looking out for her right? with her like life. And like we talked about earlier, she thought Loki would go along with her on this. So she's probably hurt by that. She's probably hurt by what she had to do to Loki. She didn't kill him. She could have, she didn't, she pushed him through the door and then she killed Kang. So like, I don't know. I don't think it was just revenge. I think it was a, a lifetime of running and hurt that motivated her and what she had to yeah. go through. That's yeah. my take. Well said. I agree with that, honestly. <laughs> I do too. Yeah, it wasn't it wasn't like a screw you Loki kind of thing. No, I completely agree with Clinton. Good stuff. Um, so we see the boss. So now we have a timeline where Renslayer is going to look for free will, but another where Renslayer is met with Hunter B-15 in her office in school, not really realizing she's a variant. Loki in the timeline where Mobius doesn't know him. I absolutely love the exposition in the room between the three characters. I love those three, uh, those types of scenes. Hence, I loved episode two. Clinton, that's what I got with the apple. Loki and Sylvie as Adam and Eve. He who shall remain as a temptation image and all, uh, AKA biblical. Do you guys think this is, uh, what he who shall remain wanted? He wanted the timelines to split. He was just goading Loki's to do it. Mm. That's a, that's an interesting perspective. I really like that. that. I guess I haven't really thought about because Adam or no, Adam begot Eve or how did I say the Bible? No, but God is when they have children. Oh, so Ad, uh, Eve tempted Adam. Eve. Well, yeah, but no, when the creation, it's like they took a rib from Adam and made Eve. Yeah. And so that would be a variant. Right. Whoa. The Bible is canon to the MCU. <laughs> this is getting insane. This is getting insane. Oh, man. Boss. Good stuff. Good stuff. Also, he also hashtagged humble Clinton, hashtag humble jump. So uh, good stuff, boss. Appreciate you. Um, so on the Living chat, vi- your name. on the chat, Vinyl Cherry, which is who on Twitter? That's M. M, yeah. Said, hey, no one has mentioned the scenes that were in the trailer that weren't in the show. Loki on the throne in the new suit. We talked about gold. that. We talked yep. about we talked about that on our uh, finale episode on the podcast. M, we know you're not a listener. We just confirmed it. 
Come on, M. Come on, M. We're calling not calling people out. Shit. We are calling you out. We're just kidding. Just kidding, M. We're giving you shit. Um, no, I think they cut it because I think it was supposed to be where Miss Minutes is telling what what happened um, when they enter the castle. Yep. And offering them like a bargain. Mm-hmm. I think it was probably supposed to be there, maybe as like a montage, and she's talking. Um, because exactly what she says is exactly what those trailers show. Right. Um, I think maybe they cut it for time or the tone and really wanted to show more of Jonathan majors, but I, it was cut for some reason, but miss minutes explains exactly what's in that trailer. Um, in that scene. Mm, good stuff, guys. Uh, Cameron said, I appreciate that Loki didn't want to end it in a traditional CGI battle, but all they did was tell us a bunch of stuff instead of showing us anything. Plus, there seems to be a couple of things set up in the first half of the show that never were touched on again. Maybe left for season two? Overall, I still love the show as a whole, and I can't wait to see how this impacts the future of the MCU. But which jump scare freaked you out the more? Dead Vision or Miss Minutes? Oh, easy. Dead Mm -hmm. Vision. Dead yeah. vision was the scare, and especially the look as well. Oh my gosh. I remember it because I sat next to my fiance when she watched that episode of WandaVision and and the Loki uh finale. And uh, I don't do jump scares. I really I don't jump really easily when it comes to that stuff. She does. She did not jump at all to Miss Minutes, and she jumped like shit when it was dead vision on the screen. Dead vision all day. I jumped to both, but let me introduce a third, a third jump scare, Ooh. which was the explosion in Black Widow. Uh, dead vision. Mm-mm. I think maybe because I was in a theater, I jumped because I had more space available to me. I jumped more with uh, the Black Widow. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna scare. go with Dijon. But Dijon, Dijon was. That was a yeah, and we're not talking Dijon, Dijon mustard. Yes. <laughs> Do you have any gray poupon? <laughs> Do you remember those commercials? Oh, they were so stupid at the oh. red lot. Do you have any gray poupon? And they were like, you know, it was oh, so stupid, so stupid. Dude, well, we all okay. quoted that in the nineties. Like you weren't almost a human if you didn't quote that. In the nineties, I must have learned that from my parents. I'm not. I wasn't around in the nineties. Yeah, you were around in the forties. okay this is this is gonna be this is gonna be a tangent oh boy can i can i can i tangent sit around the fire y'all here we go tangent yep all right i discovered recently Mm, great poupon that the mole is on netflix the mole the mole I mean, did you not that? watch? I mean, the, the long pauses make a tangent forty times longer. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Did you not watch the mole as a person as a, in the early two thousands? No, this was like the beginning of reality TV. This was, no. I think, it was pre Survivor or right around when Survivor started. It was pre Amazing Race. Y'all didn't watch the mole. No, no. The only mole I'm familiar with is from Austin Powers. Molly, 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 Molly. It only had two seasons. It was hosted by Anderson Cooper. It was the best show of all time. It was like that's probably why it had two seasons. It was. (laughs) (laughs) I think. I think that somebody like it was like either somebody like was mentally scarred by this show or like was like so 
horrific. It was, it's a, it's a great show. It's like, it's like, um, so you've got 10, 10 players, right? And they're all trying to win money except for one person who's the mole and they're trying to lose the group money. And so everybody's trying to figure out who the mole is and people get eliminated week after week. Oh, sounds wonderful. Amy. Oh man, I'm just. Uh, where can I find that right now, Amy? I'm gonna jump Netflix. Off you can find it on Ready? Netflix. Uh, and let me tell you, you can... I've watched, I've watched eight episodes in two days. Everyone, a day. Everyone, a day. You, everyone, you can find it on Silky as Cannon Bitches says. Do we really want to unleash an uncontrollable devil to quote a trash movie, even if there's a one percent chance that he might be telling the truth? We must take it as an absolute certainty. Silky with a Batman v Superman reference. Oh my god, I love it. I love it. And yes, trash movie, totally. Do we really want to unleash an unquotable devil? Gosh, or excuse me, uncontrollable. I said unquotable. You can't quote this devil. Uh, Well, you can't quote Mephisto because he didn't exist. He didn't exist. Yeah, but Silky, good stuff with a Batman v Superman reference. And second, yes, agreed. Do you really want to even chance it? No, you don't. No, you don't. Good, good stuff. Uh, Fernando says, "Oh my God, what the fuck? That finale was a sa- <laughs> that finale was a satisfying end, but also torturous." Jonathan Major's appearance was a huge surprise and seemed like a cool guy to hang with. He really did. I'm very invested in this character already because he's actually afraid of his variants, and we all know how dangerous mm. he can be. Phase four has been great, and with this ending, it's only going to get crazier and epic. The multiverse of madness and No Way Home are going to be iconic and heaven feige so far has succeeded succeeded excuse me in the multiverse what will season two be about though will we see sylvie take over the citadel Ooh! oh well, that's a really good point who else is going to be there will we if if that's if a good sylvie point takes, if sylvie takes over the citadel then kang will come for her hard mm. he i'm sorry he's coming with an erection Oh God, guys! Hardcore, guys, guys! No, 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 no! We're gonna parkour, parkour. Fernando, I love you, but we're gonna have to change subjects because we're getting a little crazy on Twitch. Uh, Silky is cannon bitches. (laughs) Also, thoughts on the What If trailer and the Deadpool Korg react video? I gotta say, I have not watched the What If trailer. I thought about doing a react video on our YouTube, but Clinton and Emmy both had already watched it, so they can suck my ass. You. You said that after they can suck my ass. It. So I haven't watched it. So Clinton Emmy, thoughts on the what if trailer that I have not watched? Uh, what if we watched it as a reaction video? <laughs> what if what if we didn't watch it before Brandon did? What if Brandon wasn't so slow at reading? I the will news? I will say on the what if trailer, um, now that we have this finale, um, it's gonna make I feel like more sense because it's almost like we're zooming in on different branches of the timeline. Um, and from what I understand, this is going to be canon to the MCU. So, yeah. So it's going to be all different timelines doing, doing their timeline stuff. Just being, just being all timeliney and being like, this is what this timeline's doing. I'm very excited to see. Go ahead. The worry I have with this is I don't. I don't want it to turn into like, well, I mean, Marvel has done such a good do- job about making it a cinematic universe and its continuity. 
And then mm. now that we have the multiverse, are they going to have something over here and be like, oh, it doesn't matter. It's not canon. So it won't, we can't have those wink, wink, nudge, nudge because it doesn't, it's in a different universe. Like DC's been trying to do that and it's kind of making it muddled. So I hope they can, I, I trust they will, that they'll handle it in a way that will still connect and reference like we were over, you know, I don't know how they're going to handle it, but I don't want it to become like singular things that don't make sense with anything else. Because I think that's part of the beauty of Marvel is the synchronicity and the, t- the timeline, like the, mm. you know, continuity of the stories. Something that I've heard recently that I was curious about was that Disney has decided that they're going to do more animated series other than just what if why not why not like uh, some of our fondest memories like x-men the animated series spider-man like i i'm all here for it do some more animated stuff i i wasn't around for that but for them to kind of fill in some gaps like the five years during the blip and like not have to pull in those like huge a-list actors Mm -hmm. to do to like actually film scenes and like i i mean yeah no i agree so we oh we also korg deadpool wonderful 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 i this is this is his first introduction in the mcu technically and it was hilarious hysterical i know it was just a free guy promotion but it was so damn good and uh i'm so here for it and cannot wait to see more of deadpool in the mcu ryan reynolds is a fucking genius he is a genius Oh, he's such a damn genius. Uh, Jared Potter said, I was disappointed with Loki episode six for its lack of action, but I did love how it's set up for the multiverse and Jonathan Major's performance in this. I'm finding that it's the uh, it's the episodes of these shows that are my favorite ones. Uh, it uh, Black Widow thoughts in my comment. I definitely enjoyed Black Widow, but was disappointed that it didn't live up to the hype of its long overdue release. Florence Pugh was great, and Yelena's dry humor really gave her some personality, and her some serious moments made her more than just a comic relief. Theory and next reply. My theory is that Val is trying to form a Dark Avengers team based on the original six. John Walker is Cap, Yelena is Natasha, etc. So this is getting me more hyped for Hawkeye show to see both Yelena and Val to show up and play their parts. Oh, Jared. I love the Dark Avengers theory. And then like, would Kate Bishop be Dark Hawkeye? Mm-hmm. Right. Or is, or is Hawkeye Dark Hawkeye? I think Hawkeye because I think- we all hate him. Well, I think, no, I think uh, Kate Bishop's going to be in the Young Avengers. But no, I definitely think Val is putting together either the Thunderbolts or the Dark Avengers. That's a very good point. But the Young Avengers are different than the Dark Avengers. Yes. Okay. All right. I cannot wait. (laughs) Cannot wait. Burrito. Burrito has commented many times. I'm really excited about this. Burrito has sent us three videos. I'm going to play one at a time because I didn't warn you guys last time and I feel like a jerk for it. So we're going to play Burrito through three parts. This is part one of his thoughts. Uh, So I'm excited to hear from Burrito for the first time. Burrito, take it away. Hey, guys. Uh, I'm probably not going to be able to join you for the live Twitch YouTube stream. So instead, I've decided to leave you a little video. I was going to write down my thoughts on Twitter, but I figured I might as well leave a video 
so that you guys can play it and hear my thoughts, I guess. I'm doing you all the favor of editing it so that you don't have to hear all the pauses that I am going to make while I get my thoughts in order. Burrito unedited. Make it a hashtag right now. We want burrito <laughs> unedited. From my mind, out of my mouth, if that makes sense. I do want to say I have not listened to your guys' episode of the podcast yet, but I do want to put in my thoughts beforehand, you know, in hopes that uh, Emmy and I, like, are on the same telepathic brainwave again. First off, let's start with uh, Silky. Silky is real. Yes. And I was honestly not expecting them to kiss, but... Uh, now that they have i'm looking forward to what season two holds for them like honestly i'm on board the train of sylvie and loki just being you know friends or whatever family to each other but uh since the writers are obviously going with this romance i'm all for it as well because i think it's cool to explore a narrative of two of the same being from two different universes falling in love with each other because it's like obviously very science fiction and I'm all for the idea of exploring things that are never going to be possible in our realm of I love this. Okay, that was the end of part one. Um, I didn't end it early, but I really, really love that. And so a, a little bit of self-love, a very science fiction-y of mm -hmm. why can't you? And I love that thought as well. Also, Nader with the best hashtags in the business released the burrito cut. <laughs> I just love that as well. Um, but yeah, uh, it's I, I think that's a really cool take. And I, I love that perception burrito why wouldn't you like why not explore that it's very interesting it's really yeah. really cool and like if you were in a relationship with yourself you would know what you needed in order to function well and be your best self in that relationship it sure would it's an, it's an interesting thought uh yeah and it's it's an easy way to get away with it being from different universes so yep. why not Exactly, exactly. Here's Burrito with part two. Now let's talk about King the Conqueror. Or, well, he didn't even name himself. Uh, people are calling him Immortus. I am not a big comic reader, so I have no idea. I will have to Google all this later. I'm going to call him Kang because even though he didn't give his name, he's obviously Kang the Conqueror. Kang I want to talk about uh, Miss Minutes how she was telling Sylvia and Loki that there was a way that they could be reinserted into the timeline. Like, what was the reason? What was the reason for that? Because obviously Kang knew what was going to happen. He knew that they were going to say no. He knew that they were going to go on to talk to him. Uh... So what was even the point of that? Was it just to stall them? That didn't make sense to me. And I don't think it's ever going to be answered. So I want to hear your speculation on that. Then when Sylvia and Loki finally meet Kang and he's trying to convince them to run the TVA for him, 
he never mentions what he'll be doing. Like, you, I don't, you guys probably talked about this on the podcast, I don't know, but he never says what he'll do if Sylvie and Loki do take his deal and run the TVA. He never says what he's going to be doing. That's a good point. Obviously, he gives them two choices. Either they run the TVA or they kill him. But what happens if they do run the TVA? And if they kill him, can't they still run the TVA? So my thought here is, did Kano that he was going to be killed anyway? What if Sylvie and Loki did take the deal and run the TVA? What would be of this kang variant what would he do if he's not running the tva what that's the end of part two guys there's a lot to unpack here yeah so i don't think i don't think he wanted them to know what he did he did allude that he was tired like he would just to me it kind of sound like he would retire that's that clinton my same exact thoughts i was Um, like he's gonna retire he's gonna go off retire or peacefully just kind of like Go fall away. asleep like, forever. Yeah. Same thing. He's die. just not going to be in that as, position. Die. Of, right. As far as killing him and running the TVA, they don't know how to manage a sacred timeline. I feel like that's all in Kang's jurisdiction of power. You learn, you learn as you go. Come on. Oh yeah. Yeah. You get thrown on the job. That's the best yeah. way to learn. Right. Yep. right. Yep. Um, Trial by fire. The miss minutes thing. It's kind of a mind screw because yeah, he did know it was going to happen. But just because you know it's going to happen doesn't mean it's not going to happen. So, like, it's going to happen. You just know the outcome, even if you're offering them something. Mm -hmm. Like, that's the timeline. That's how it's going to work. And that's his whole thing is he can see that. So Mm -hmm. that part had to... It's it's a mind screw because, yeah, they have an alternative, but you already know. It's kind of the concept of, like, uh, I won't get into it, but, like, religion and, um, like, omniscient and all these philosophical debates there's a lot around this but like if you know you're giving you're giving choices even though you know the choice that'll be made yeah Yeah. so there's that's a whole thing but basically he already knew even though they have an option it Mm. it still don't take away that he knew that answer they would make right it's hard to wrap your mind around Oh, this whole it is for me anyway. It's timeline and explain. <laughs> yeah. Burrito has one more final part, and we will get to that right now. Here's Burrito's final part on his uh video series. I'm looking forward to hearing this. Kang did say that once they killed him, the multiverse would open up and there would be all these Kang the Conqueror variants coming for to create the multiversal war. My thought here is what if for at least the rest of phase four, every single villain for each of the movies is a different variant of Kang the Conqueror? Mm. I think that would be badass. Yeah. Good point. Because one, it would solve the problem of Marvel always killing off their villains. One-offs, because like yeah. they could still do that, but Kang would always come back as a different version. Of I love this, and because mm-hmm. he'd be different, like it, it wouldn't get tiring. You feel me? But I feel like that should only be reserved for Phase Four, just because there's already going to be so many movies. After seeing like ten versions of Kang the Conqueror or whatever, 
it will get tired. Yeah. But I want to hear <laughs> your, your guys' thoughts on that idea. Would you, do you, would you like that? Would you like to see different versions of King the Conqueror in each of the next however many movies there are in Phase 4? Or do you think that's a stupid idea and you would hate that and uh, I should shut up now? No. Another thing that I was reading in like Twitter comments was that Loki was going to be in Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Uh, I didn't know about that, so I'm kind of excited about that. But because Doctor Strange is coming out next year, do we think that season two of Loki will be coming out before then? Or mm. after the movie after. comes out. After. And after. do we think that whatever Loki does show up in Multiverse of Madness is going to be our Loki or a different Loki variant? Our burrito. Good stuff, man. We want to hear from more of you. This was really, really good stuff. Yeah, it was. First thing, the Kang the Conqueror thing, I think after two or three movies, it's going to get old. <laughs> like, how many times can you see the same guy get defeated in a different way or potentially the same story? It's all these different variants. Like, it, you you guys have talked about, like, oh, there's, like, uh, Egyptian. And Nathaniel Richards. Yeah. yeah. I guess I mean, there's, if, if they make it unique enough, they, if they make it unique enough, it could be great, but I still think it could be Don't really have it at every Movie. yeah exactly but i will say yeah. that that second thought too is loki's gonna appear and it's gonna be before season two like it's gonna be kind of that middle ground season two is probably gonna be phase five or the you know i i don't see it being another coming out in a year or two i maybe i'm wrong but i thought y'all already said that season two is coming out before multiverse of madness quantum mania quantum i well okay and that's in 2023 Okay, if you guys could just make the titles of the movies <laughs> easier for me to remember, that would be fantastic. I agree. Hey, Ke- hey, Kevin, Kevin. Just message Kevin. him later, Emmy. I love how you <laughs> sounded like the mom from Home Alone. Kevin! Kevin! <laughs> Moira Rose. Yeah, like Kevin Feige's just looking at a Christmas tree and Emmy walks up and is like, Kevin! <laughs> That was a question at trivia the other day, and I I could not remember it. Christina remembered it. <laughs> who is the actress who plays her? Oh, I don't. Uh, know. Catherine uh, O'Hare. Ah, oh, good job, O'Hara. O'Hara, but, yes. but still way close than I would have yes, gotten. Yeah, yeah. I I was like I couldn't think of anything other than Catherine Hahn. I was like, there's an H in it. I know there's an H in it, and we finally got it. We I say we no. Christina finally got it, and I was like, "Oh my god!" It, it was Agatha but, all along on YouTube. Hi, good to see you. Sorry, I do think it's an interesting concept. With they do have a villain now that they can play with, with them having different versions of this same person. Um, how they'll explore that, I don't know, but I think it is a very smart move for Marvel. Mm-hmm. How do you top a Thanos top <laughs> villain? You have a time traveling villain. Mm-hmm. Yes. You have a yeah, villain yeah. that can jump in and out of whatever mm-hmm. he wants. And how do you Yeet. defeat that villain? Maybe Secret Wars. I really want Secret yep. Wars. <laughs> and Keith, Canadian national treasure, Catherine O'Hara. Good stuff. Uh, Bobby said, do you think Wanda hearing her kids in that post-credit scene is a result of Loki's ending? The events happen simultaneously. Mm. We talked about that. 
We talked about yeah. that earlier. Good stuff, Bobby. You you read our minds. Uh, Silky uh, is canon, bitches. Yes, I think that the moment she... Oh, sorry, that was a reply. Yes, I think the moment she hears the voices. Yep, and we went over that as well. And we also see Silky as canon, bitches. Best MCU series. The finale had everything. Kang, Silky Kiss, Mobius. We'll get that Jeski next se- next season. The pin mystery solved. Miss Minute Scare. <laughs> There's more. Uh, uh, yeah, that's actually it. Sorry. Uh, but yeah, this was a great finale. <laughs> and it had a Miss Minute Scare. Could we ask for anything more? I think I think most people are really satisfied because they got Jonathan Major. I am, and we, we I were. Am. All, I mean, I was in that camp. I was like, I think it's this person. But, but you I'm were on the fence. You were so. Well, on we the fence. had the Mephisto. Done. No, we I the, I don't blame you at all. I don't blame. You. I'm just so happy. It, I'm just so happy it was not that. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It wasn't a Loki variant. Exactly. Or a Mobius variant or, exactly. Juliana says. Uh, uh, totally agree. The silky kiss blew me away. I loved it. I can't wait for the second season. Good stuff. Great, great stuff. Silky uh, is canon bitches said, okay, I just listened to the podcast and Clinton, amazing. I loved your justifications for Sylvie choosing to kill Kang, but I'm kind of with Emmy. I would take the control because, well, she's right that we might not be the best, but <laughs> so good stuff. Yeah, I mean, I wish Amy was here for this, but yeah, Amy, Amy basically said that she would go with Loki because, Hey, this thing, this is bad, but it's all about a perspective. Oh, Sylvie obviously's perspective is different than Loki's from what I thought she would go with Sylvie. I thought she was Sylvie. You were Loki. No, no, no. She, no, I said, I want chaos. She wants order. Oh, that's what she's talking about. Okay. Sorry. My apologies. Right, yeah. you would go with you would go with Loki because of order. If you I knew, with, yeah, I would go with Loki because of order. Yeah, that was it. The devil, you know, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, but the Sagittarius the, in me wants to be crazy, crazy. <laughs> make it chaos. The, the Mephisto, the Mephisto in me. Yep. Wants to go with the Mephisto, I know. Good old boner. Good old boner. All right, guys. Avengers Assemble has come and passed. What an amazing show this has been. I I am just blown away by the responses we we've received, the patrons that have subscribed to us on Patreon. This has been just a wonderful series, a wonderful episode. I I'm so fulfilled and I just want to say thank you for all for all of you leaving a Twitter comment, letting us know, being a part of the show. I loved these video messages uh, that we got to hear through audio form. Striker, Burrito, Keith, as always. It's always great hearing from you guys. It was great l- hearing all your comments. Twitch. Thank you for showing out. Thank you for being a part of this mm-hmm. show. Making, Thank you guys so much. You have made I, us laugh before the show, during Twitch the show. and it, YouTube. And, what and, I'm hell? sorry. I'm sorry. And YouTube. Uh, it, it's been an absolute amazing, amazing episode. If you guys want to be a part of the show, hang out with us every single week on Twitch and YouTube. We, uh, we live stream simultaneously on Wednesday slash Thursday nights. We kind of make up our minds the, the week of. But we will. It depends on my trivia schedule. It really if does. If, if, if you want the honest truth, it depends on Emmy's trivia schedule. Uh, and guys, thank you so much. Once again, if you want to support the show, 
It's at patreon.com slash Avengers podcast. <laughs> you can see all the reward tiers we have and some reward tiers will be coming soon. Uh, but we're excited for the ones we got and we're excited for you guys to get some bonus content from us. This has been an absolute wonderful ride, an amazing episode, and I'm I'm excited. So we're probably going to hang out with our Twitch and YouTube listeners a little bit longer. But guys, Avengers Assemble, Loki season finale, I, and Black Widow. What are we thinking, Emmy? I just I, I there's so many comments that I didn't I didn't even see, and I need to go back and rewatch this just to see what yeah. some of you guys said, because you guys have been so absolutely fantastic. And I, I really appreciate it. Like it's honestly, like it's, it, this is a highlight of a week. Like For this sure. is, this is what's going to push me through. Well, I guess the weekend is not For bad, but trivia. <laughs> I'm not going to cancel trivia. So trivia is more important than you guys. Yeah. We found no. it. Here. No. Yeah. No, they just don't play trivia over the weekend. Oh, but the Tuesdays, I thought, was that option. Uh, Tuesdays, not a weekend. Who taught you? You misunderstand me. Oh, well, that... you misunderstand me. All right, guys. I'm not going to give final thoughts and final words. I'm going to combine the two like a he who remains in a Kang. So Clinton, final words and thoughts before we head on out of Avengers assemble episode three i mean i think i think emmy said it pretty well to be honest with you i am uh excited for this i love the avengers assemble because you guys do bring fresh perspective for all of us there's a couple uh more than a couple there's a few things that you guys have said that make me want to rewatch it from that lens because there's stuff you pick up on that we didn't and vice versa that's why I love this community and I love this segment. It's a lot of fun and I love interacting with you all. So thank you so much. And I love you guys and keep it up, please. Cause I love this community. Good stuff. Emmy final words and thoughts. Agreed. And I guess we're in a pickle. Mm. Guys, I, I'm going to end this uh, show here just to be honest. Cause I want to tell you all, thank you we're making this community something we never thought it could be. We're shocked you guys reach out to us. We're shocked when we see our Facebook blow up. We're shocked when we see the Twitter blow up, Instagram. You guys give us so much joy in our lives. And you have made this show more than a hobby. You've made it such a blessing to all of us and whether you're live on Twitch or YouTube with us or you're commenting on a Twitch uh, or Twitter comment or something or if you're hanging out in a Binger's Assemble on Facebook group or just liking an Instagram post you guys have been a part of us and you have made us laugh you've made us smile you've made us think and you have been such an incredible experience for the three of us and we know we couldn't do this show without you. And I just can't tell you enough how much you mean to the three of us. And we said it previously, 75 episodes, we're just getting started. The three of us have always said, if this show is fun, we're going to keep going. We're having a lot of fun, guys. And I hope you are too if you're listening. And thank you so much for your support. And we cannot wait So a lot of exciting things happening. Uh, We're going to keep on producing content during this little break of the MCU. Stay tuned. 
and we cannot wait to see you guys on the other side. So for Clinton, Emmy, my name is Brandon. Have a good one, guys.